here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM. You know it better as the Big X. We're here from the world-famous Big X Studios. Uh, Mike Rutherford with Trevor Kelsey today. Trevor rocking the, uh, this is another, where's that? Broad Street Bullies t-shirt? Yeah, it's uh, one of my, like it. I think I got three Phillies, three fire shirts. This like is- it? One of them, yeah. I, I gotta bring up the orange. Went to my blood orange. You're looking good. You're feeling good. Uh, how was the we'll start off as the classic Thursday start? You're pulling off of, uh, the beach shirt, which I don't know if I've actually. Have you? Now you're gonna tell me I've worn this I a thousand worn, times. I have worn it. Uh, I've had this shirt for a long time. Long Beach well, State basketball. Not saying you haven't owned it a long time doesn't mean you wear it all the time. I'm pretty sure I've worn it before. Um, I can't you may it. have. Pretty confident. Maybe uh, once. If it's if it's under two, then it's easy for me to forget. I feel like I wore it fairly recently, but it's it's kind of been the rotation recently. I, I found it in a drawer that was like stuffed away. I was like, oh yeah, I like that shirt. And again, I've, since I've lost all this weight, hor- like horribly, not great, not, not not bragging. Trust me, as my dad would always say when he would get sick, people would be like, you look like you've lost weight. He'd be like, don't recommend the diet. I, feel like <laughs> I find myself saying that all the time now. But like now, so those responses to like, how you doing today? <laughs> exactly, better not should be. Um, <laughs> Now I feel, I find myself wearing all these t-shirts that like were a little bit too iffy for me a few months ago, and I'm, this is one of them. I'm kind of jealous because if I did that at my house and I pulled out a lot of my old shirts, I would love to be able to wear them again. But then again, some of the old stuff from like the 90s and 2000s, if it did fit me again, how out of style it would be even though it wasn't even in style then. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's all the old, like, like just faded. Like, sports t-shirts like, never got a style. Yeah. Like, I, I think I, one day, I think I told you I found, like, the, my 2001 Conference USA championship shirt and a bunch of old dual shirts. I've still got a bunch of stuff from the original uh, U of UK game from 94. The Battle of the Bluegrass t-shirts. I've got a couple of those that don't fit me, but would probably be snug. Would probably, wouldn't even be snug. Probably be too big for you. Yeah. There you go. Um. Right off the bat, I have to ask you this, and we should. This is one of those conversations. Yes, Dynamite was awesome last night. Of course, it was. I'm sure it was. We'll get to that. <laughs> Why is the? And this is a conversation that should be happening off air. But more, more, the text line has started with this, and I got a couple of texts last night. The FM thing. No, the the podcast fuzzy again last night. Crackly. Do we, do we have any idea how to fix that? I talked to somebody about our our recording okay. system in here, but I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I can. Apparently, it's not just us either. I think some of the other podcasts are a little crackly. Not the KRC boys. But the other ones. I wonder if it has something to do with that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Text line. We'll, we'll, I know we'll the FM's a little crackly. It's is a little it? fuzzy. Yeah. And it's I, been going I, off and on. It's weird. I reached out about 45 minutes ago or so about that and have not heard Just anything. Working else. out all the bugs before the sports season starts. All the, September 3rd gets here. We're going to be a well oiled machine. It's going to be fine. There's going to be no problems whatsoever. Cardinal Athletics, you're safe here at 970 WG. Well, 970 always sounds great, so that's not really a concern. But for us, when we have some of the other games, we'll, we'll be fine. We're working it all out. We're going to figure it out. There's no there's no concern here. There's no panic here. Nobody's freaking out. We're good. Just be patient. We're all good. Uh, very, not- very, 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 very patient. Very patient. <laughs> it's a virtue. Be the Scrooge McDuck of virtues. If you <laughs> have millions of it. <laughs> Speaking of that text line, 502-414-1450. That's the number you can text. And we want to hear from you throughout the show, as always, on the Thornton text line, whether you have questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, topic ideas, nonsense, whatever, text it in. We're probably going to read it unless it's vulgar, which is fine. Uh, I'll read it then, but not on not, the air. You'll, you'll respond to it off air. That's I didn't get a chance to respond to anybody because when I have those bats games, I never get a chance to like hang out in the car for, for 45 minutes to reply to people. I, I miss that. We do have the Louisville Bats on again tonight. Yeah. We've got Jody Denley, the Cardinal Insider, will follow us at 5 to 6. 
And then 6.05, we'll have coverage starting for Louisville versus Toledo. Game three, bats heroically fell last night. I think 5-1 to one yeah, was thank, the final Thanks for your advice, by the way. Well, maybe if you weren't doing the game, they would have won. That's, that's <laughs> my counter to that. So they're back in action tonight. 6.35, first pitch. Nick Curran. Uh, on the Jim, Jim Kelch, with him, yep. Jim Kelch, Rock and, yep. and Roland in Toledo. Um, Got me and Josh Hawkins doing the board tonight. Love it, Jayhawk, killing it as always. So you'll be able to hear that as you always can right here on fourteen fifty the Big X. We've got uh, two hours to kill before then though, and there's not like a whole lot going on today. You know, it's kind of the same thing. We can get into the whole. Well, I mean, next week's saved for all our like excessive like football, football preview stuff. Yeah. And and Syracuse focused, Syracuse centric stuff. That'll all happen. We can get into the week zero games a little bit tomorrow. Um, Western plays on Saturday. Western plays on Saturday. I read a, a cool thing today. Hawaii host Vanderbilt in the late game. And I read a cool thing today on Timmy Chang, who I didn't realize. I guess I may have seen this at some point in time, but had just forgotten it. Timmy Chang is now the head coach at Hawaii. I thought, he's, I thought he passed away. That's you're thinking of Cole Brennan. Oh, okay. the other Hawaii bad, quarterback. Sorry. R.I.P. Cole. Every time you come up, remember that. I one? thought that's what you were going to be. I thought you were being smart. Like that's I another even, one of those things. Like, I just learned today, he passed away. I'm like, Every we time know he comes this. Up, I'm like he's dead. I'm like what? When did this happen? Uh, but Timmy Chang is the other famous Hawaii quarterback for okay. that period of time. He, did, did Chang break Colt or did Colt break Chang? Chang was first. Okay, okay. Chang was first. Then Colt Brennan came and they and went broke his. Yeah, yeah. They went to the Sugar Bowl and got hammered by Georgia. Nah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was thinking that was Chang for some reason. But very cool story. Timmy Chang teams like weren't good they just scored a ton of points yeah yeah he never had but he is like he was heavily recruited coming out of high school he could have gone to usc his family wanted him to get off the island he was like i love hawaii i love this place i i see myself coming back here to work after football's over and with that being the case i want to stay here and play for the home state team and so he's, it's, it's a very cool story he's worked in a variety of capacities they almost like they kind of set him to be the head coach in waiting they were going to hire june jones bring him back to do like two years. I was like, wait a minute, what, what decade are we in again? What I know. Well, he was the coach of the Sugar Bowl team. He was the one that <laughs> yeah, had all that Yeah, and he left there. because he's, the facilities were so bad. And he and couldn't they still take are. it. And they're demolishing the old uh, Loa like, Stadium where they used to have the Pro Bowl. Yep. They're knocking that down. And it, the new stadium won't be built until 2026. So for the next like four years, they're playing at a stadium, like a practice facility, what, that what? right now seats 9,000 people for this season. They're going to expand wow. it to 17,000. I mean, 000. let's be honest. It's probably more than they really need anyway, right? It's not a, well, I mean, yeah, they when they have big games, like they've sold out all the games for this year and for next season when they're going to have 17,000 seats. But there's this weird NCAA rule that says if you don't have a, a rolling two-year average of 15,000 home fans per home game, you get put on probation and you could like lose your FBS status. What? Hold, hold, yeah. hold up. It's why everybody jukes the stats. It's why everybody just makes up the fact. Because like, you know, a lot of programs, let's be real, like, like UConn's not drawing 15K to home games, and so they have to say, like, you know, it's 13,000 this week, but then 21,000 the next week to get that average up. So basically, it, it just encourages lying at the FBS level. Why is that even a, a thing? But you can't lie about it when you only can seat 9,000 people at your stadium. I mean, like, if you... 9,000 is the max. I assume that doesn't work for college basketball because Duke can't do it's it. It's not the rule. They, they don't have like, a rule. Yeah, I was like, Duke, Duke, doesn't even, Duke can't do that. They get, I mean, St. <laughs> Peter's, who went to the Elite Eight last year, their home attendance, average home attendance was like 646. Yeah. People. It was I mean, something absurdly low. And there's a lot of schools like that. 15,000, that's a high number, too. If you're going to do that, I mean, that should be... If you're going to do that kind of rule, that is a dumb rule. But anyway, Tim that's one of those rules comes that's like back, hidden, like He's the prodigal son. Like they, they, they sort of they want this to be a deal where June Jones coaches for two years, then Timmy Chang takes over. June Jones says thanks, but no thanks. So they just give Timmy Chang the job, which has Hawaii fans be like, well, if he wasn't ready a month ago, why is he ready now? Uh, it's a cool story. Why, do you, why do you care if you're a Hawaii fan? Just take it. Well, they, they want to. Be I mean, is Hawaii, what, what's Hawaii done since the the June Jones Cinderella run? Not a lot. They brought in. What did they do before that? They hired. Not what's a his lot. Name, um, <laughs> Who's the dude who always jumps schools? Graham. 
Um, Todd Graham? Todd Graham. They brought him in because after he got fired at Arizona State. Yeah. And, you know, he's got this reputation. He he takes over during the COVID pandemic. Like, COVID starts right after he gets hired. Hawaii has these very strict restrictions about who can come to the island. And so it kills his recruiting. The players who are there hate him. Like, they have, like, 24 players transferred in the middle of last season. So it's a total disaster. So now they're trying to, like, kind of, I think, win the, the heart of the fan base back by getting Timmy Chang here. He had, They do have a, a lot of big-name recruits. It's a, it's a cool story. You should check it out. I don't know how we got there, but there you go. Um, uh, yeah, Norm, I was going to say, didn't, I, was, I was trying to remember the guys that did coach him at one time, Norm Chow. Yeah. Who, again, also fell on his face after June Jones left. Hawaii famous for, I guess, being every degenerate gambler's favorite team because Saturday night if you want to like win your losses back or if you want to like let it ride them, yeah. you know they're, they're, their games are kicking off at 10-30-11 which is the, the case this weekend they'll be the 10-30 game when they host Vanderbilt on Saturday night and I if know. you are just that desperate for football which let's be real we all are you're probably staying up and watching at least a little bit of that I, I will be and for those that are de- that desperate in week two Western Kentucky plays at Hawaii there you go we'll have it on these airways starting at 11pm uh, pregame love it love it uh, Tops, by the way, in basketball, real quickly, got to give a shout-out to our guy Rick Stansberry, heavy on the dollar sign Stansberry. Do you see they got uh, Emmanuel Acott, who just, you've been committed to Memphis for a long time. He's the highest-rated recruit in the history of the program, and he uh, he's, he's going to Western. He's Good for him. Western now is like, like John Rothstein has him at number 28 in his rankings. They have a, once a, for the second straight year, I, and it may not translate to a win for them, but I think for the second straight year, you can say they have probably a more talented roster than Louisville does. Oh, don't tell Scoots that. He's going to make another bet with me. It's not not great. I mean, they this one, pretty this, handily this last This one year. I might not go as high on the bet, though. I'm, I'm, a, lot, I'm a lot less uh, confident about Louisville beating EMU than I'm probably MWKU in terms of win totals. Well, they're not playing. No win totals. Oh, when, I mean, head-to-head, I'm also a little bit. I mean, they beat us bad last year, and they weren't that good. They're, they should be better this year than they were. Uh, uh, they, got, they, they got us on. It was bad timing for us. We're coming. We're we're going on to a COVID pause. They, 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 they were coming off the emotional thing of the the tornado, and in, and on top of it, we just suck. So I mean, it was a bad combination. I'm gonna tell you how Western season's gonna go because they might beat us again. I think they, I mean, there's a, a solid chance they'll be a favorite in that game when it rolls around. Western's going to have another good regular season where they beat a couple of teams like us in the regular season that are kind of flashy wins. People are like, ooh, let's pay attention to WKU. They also lose to, like, Evansville or somebody crappy in the middle of the season. They'll have a good but not great CUSA season where they lose some teams they shouldn't because that's what Rick Stansberry does. Yeah. They'll be the two or the three seed in the CUSA tournament, and they're not going to win the CUSA tournament. Losing the, sec- uh, uh, the semifinals. And this is not me taking Maybe shots. Finals. This is not me taking shots at Western Kentucky. I root for Western when they're not playing Louisville, for the most, except when Ray Harper was there. And <laughs> the shots their coach, actually. It's just me talking about Rick Stansberry <laughs> yeah. doing what Rick Stansberry has always done, which is less with more, for the most part. He'll get you players. He's always going to get you players. He just ain't getting you to the NCAA tournament. He's like, he's like the big lots version of John Calipari. But it's kind of fun. It's, like, <laughs> it's fun right now to be a Western Kentucky fan. Talk to me in early March. We'll see what happens. We'll Damn. see. There it is. There's your first we'll see of the day. Hey, Harper may not have been the most pleasant man, but he he won in the postseason, right? He's the opposite. He's, he's the, the conference. He's the anti-Rick Stansberry. Yeah, he's, the, yeah he, he's winning the conference tournament, whether he's the one seed, the two seed, the seven seed. He's take, he's getting you to the dance. Because yeah, then he the final, was it three years in a row or something? He won like two of them, I think. He, I mean, he won one year as the seven seed. Yeah, he, I knew that. Yeah. they played UK as a that 16. That was in, in, in the M Center, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were a 16 seed, which is how bad they were in that regular season. You'd think Western would never be like a 16 seed if they – 
are in the NCAA tournament, but there they were. And that was, he just, he gets it done. Like, yeah. Say what you will about it. Last year, hell, he got in the NCAA tournament without even winning the conference tournament. <laughs> the man's a damn miracle worker. The man still loses in the conference finals and he gets in. Semifinals. Yeah, well, that was finals, my bad. Okay. All he knows how to do is make the NCAA tournament in unique circumstances. <laughs> and, and gel his very, he's got, great selling I, point. he's got less hair than I do and he still gels it up. <laughs> say what you want, but the guy, even when he loses, he wins. Even when he loses, he's going to win eventually. <laughs> he's going to get in no matter what. Now, i got to give you props. People are asking why I use the the picture I did on the uh, the, <laughs> the tweet. Why, you just can't have a random a random uh, affection for Anyone putting Anyone order a love bugger? <laughs> well done! <laughs> what, what What is that? That's the guy from... Uh, I can't remember his name either. He's from Road Trip. Exactly. Yeah, he's yeah, a bunch he's, of stuff he's, that he's the main guy from Road Trip that, that sends the video. I can't remember his name. Yeah, it's Brock something. I think it is. Yes. It's uh, Brock Meyer, Mayer? Breckenmeyer. Breckenmeyer, right? yeah. Breckenmeyer. Yes. Uh, he, he, he was also in Franklin and Bash. He was in Franklin and Bash. <laughs> Which, why, You're no, correct. Why not? And in, uh, what was the Mad Mad World remake where they go chasing the money? The, I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on. Whoopi <laughs> It is. So it's, it's my birthday on Saturday. It We're is. We're on remote tomorrow. You're not going to see me this weekend. So you went ahead and got me a, a birthday gift. Uh, one that I can talk about on air this year, and it was a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because of the other, because of the sicknesses, I, I had to, I had to actually had to actually think about what to get. It was and a, my mind. It's <laughs> a is a Love Burger T-shirt, which from the movie Can't Hardly Wait, the band is Love Burger, and their big dispute is one of the I think the the, the bassist is wearing the T-shirt <laughs> the shirt, yeah. of the band. They get into a huge fight about it, and they end up. It's, it's the lead singer's dressed like if you Prince, know, you know, yeah, and the drummer who is. Um, uh, the dude from Donald Clueless. Yeah. yeah. He's wearing the cowboy hat. Yeah. Take that. No. Take that. No. Uh, it's a great. I love the shirt. I'm very excited about it. Thank you, Trevor. You're welcome. Uh, we gave... I also, I haven't talked to Jenna. I, I, I just bumped uh, poor uh, Orange Cassidy out of the rotation for a while. I almost wore Orange Cassidy today. I saw. I was like getting ready to leave. Well, he wrestles on Friday, so you could wear it tomorrow. There the you remote. go. Perfect. <laughs> Can't wait to be seen in public. Hey. A 2XL Orange Cassidy shirt that looks like a night shirt. It's a big match tomorrow. Best friends versus... Uh, Oh, I don't actually. Actually, they, they don't wrestle Friday. Maybe it's the week after. Yeah, because they're in the they're in the triple uh, the trios tournament. But I think they're still winning on their opponent. Now we we said goodbye to intern Jenna yesterday. We did. We did. I gave her a card, like a little farewell, like thank you card. And my thing, I've I've had this. My family's big into cards. Okay. You can't, you can't do birthday presents without cards. You got to have a card. I you was have a card. never a big card. I mean, I'm not either. That's that's where I'm going. I'm giving you two birthday gifts and never a card. Like my family has, we, we rarely fight about anything. Very little disputes in the Rutherford family, whether it's extended family or just the the, the home group. I would say 95 percent of the disputes I have gotten into with my family have been over thank you notes. Like my mom oh, is. Oh no. Like they're, we're a big thank you note family, and I am like you. I hate. It. I think cards are stupid. I think it's a it's a total grift. And so what I would do because my family insisted upon having cards with presents for birthdays is I would always get a card that made no sense for the occasion that we were celebrating. <laughs> like for my dad, dad's birthday, mom's birthday, Mother's Day. If there's a, like, I'm going to Hallmark or wherever, I'm going to the Target section, and if there's like a special section for a religion that we are not a part of, you're getting that card. If there was like a, I don't know, sometimes like a very corny one-year-old birthday card, congrats, happy Mother's Day. And so I kept that tradition Just alive. Just spiteful. You, yes, you I don't like cards. Because, I mean, who cares? Like, it's like, congratulations. Whatever. I mean, are you like the backbone of the Scientology uh, gift card section? <laughs> I, I've... 
I've got, if there's a weird card section that's overly corny, <laughs> you're getting that card. Oh, there must be a lot of these guys in St. Matthews. They keep buying them up at Walgreens. So for Jenna's like, thank you card, I shuffled through what we have at our house, and I was torn between third birthday or congrats <laughs> on your new baby. <laughs> Went with congrats on your new baby. Good. It's like, welcome to the little one. Uh, she, she didn't open it in here. She too. didn't open it in I here. I wish she had. I know. Now. I was like... <laughs> I was like, I almost wanted the third birthday because it was very like kitty, very like childish. But now, like, now let me ask you: the welcome on to the little one is better. Are you? Because you just said you had to, like you shuffled through ones at your house. Now, do you have? Did you do that because you have just a, abundance of them that are you've bought in bulk? And uh, Mary you, does, yeah, Mary, Mary. Okay, oh, I was gonna say, or are you are you a recarder? Like I've used a card. Like somebody will send me a card, and then I just like scratch out my name and get, put that's another person's name. Yeah, on. that no, that's insane behavior. Really, tell that to my mom. Oh no, <laughs> she's like a giant box of cards. I've gotten like the same birthday card like five times. Like she'll cross out, the, she'll cross out the number. Or see, like why even do or it? My mom will use because she's cheap. We don't need. Like, like, I don't need the card. You know, she'll do white out either. and like change the number. Or she had on her. I've gotten some. I've gotten one from her. Like it's. I got it from an aunt. And I, an aunt. There's an ant on my leg. And like, <laughs> I look, right as you said aunt, I looked down and saw an ant on my leg. Eerie. It was very weird. Like I, I, I'm. I, that's the one thing I don't. I'm not, I'm not saying I like don't, don't give me a card. I mean it's nice if you if if that's your thing. But I don't need a card. Like the, the thing about cards, it's always awkward. And I think this is a Seinfeld episode. It's like, where's the limit on like. Like, to keep it up, throw it away, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. And, and I always feel bad, especially because, I mean, if you're nice enough to go get me a card, like, I'll put it up on, like, my little, my desk. And, I mean, you know me. I'll forget about it. It'll be there for a, yeah. God knows how long. It's like my mom a lot of times will just take them. It's like, she'll see them, like, oh, cards. And she'll grab them and, like, put them in her store. So I've got, like, cards from an aunt for, like, a birthday or something. And my mom give it to me, like, for... Easter, like next year, yeah. and so it's like she'll white out the stuff. Now I've, I've talked about this so before. <laughs> I'm a horrible present opener when it comes to like reaction, and it's it's nothing I can control. Like I, I can't. It's not that I don't like your gift. I just don't know how to react. Like I, I'm just I'm terrible. At <laughs> Are you excited when you saw Love I was Burger? very excited to see that. That was a genuine reaction. But but even when I am genuinely excited, I feel like I'm like on Christmas. I would always be like, yay! And like I didn't know how much to give. And it's especially true when you're talking about cards. Yeah. Because let's be real, like there are very few cards that are going to make you legit laugh out loud, like knee slapping. Like it's mostly like a well, it depends on your age. It's an acknowledgement laugh, right? Like it's a ha, like yeah, <laughs> Trump is crazy, right? <laughs> Great card, you know. It's it's one of those. Oh, it's I see what my finger's supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Oh, my face is blurry because I'm so old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And, and so, like, how much do you like? like I feel doubly like I love when people there's a conversation happening when it's my birthday stuff and they're not paying attention to me when I'm doing the card and I'm like thank you and like you didn't pay attention to me that's that's what I want like I just let me open this in peace you guys keep talking I don't care like if you look at me open this I'm just going to say thank you we're going to move on because I'm very self aware that like I'm I'm worried that people are going to think he hated it and I just I don't I didn't hate your gift I love all gifts. I just don't know how to react genuinely when people are looking at there's me. There's no cards. more pressure when someone gives you a card and they're like, read the card. Yeah. Read the card because they're so uh, excited. Yeah. And you just don't <laughs> You just so much pressure whether you have to actually laugh or not. Yeah. I'm with you. And yeah, I agree. I'm not. And I guess, and, and really our cards, I mean, the, the humor in cards kind of go away is like you pass like your sophomore age, I guess, even though neither of us have really gotten that far. No. And, and but like the cards are like the you know the, the with the old lady and making the old joke. Those are fun, I guess, when you're ten, twelve, thirty. Even that, I was but you know, yeah. I mean, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. My, my sense of humor, I've, I've grown up very little in, in my lifetime, but it's still, it's like, okay, come on. Need, we, we don't need it. I just glanced at the, on Twitter, Louisville Athletics announced Josh Hurd's new executive leadership team. And it's been a running joke how many like executive. associate athletic directors we have. And like, these are, I, I'm just big. looking at it. It's like Amy Calabrese, Deputy AD, Michael Duda, Senior Associate AD for Development, Alan Kellogg, Chief of Staff, very state straightforward title, Marvin Mitchell, Deputy AD, Jeff uh, Spokler, Senior Associate AD for Finance, Lottie Stockwell, Senior Associate AD for External Relations. I think we need to be ADs at this point. I feel like he's picking groomsmen like yesterday's conversation. Like, how many do you get to have? As many as you want. But props to all those people for their, their <laughs> yeah. jobs or their, their promotions. But we should get a title. At some point, like, it loses all value. Like, you know, they, they, they everybody's a Kentucky colonel now. It used to mean something. Yeah, now yeah. everybody just, like, if you know a person who's in state legislature, they can make you a colonel. And I yeah, think... my buddy's wife's, like, in the Kentucky colonels, and she says no. I'm a Kentucky colonel. Yeah, I have I'm no not. business being one. Well, you know what? We can make that happen. But can you make me one? Now I want to be an AD. Senior Associate AD for radio. We're direct partners with L. Started on July 1st. We have been, we've been direct partners for almost two months now. And I'm still not an associate AD. Assistant to the assistant AD. I don't have to look. Milt Wagner me. Hybrid role. I don't need to be a te- technically a L. Well, employee. if you're going to roll, I want to roll. We can both be ADs. I mean, I just don't want to have to do anything. I want to be senior associate AD for radio. You can be deputy AD for radio. Why well, I got to be the deputy? Because it's the Mike Rutherford show. My Barney Fife over here? Yes. <laughs> That's the way this works. Can't I, can't I be just called assistant? Deputy sounds just so demeaning. Okay. I, I'm with you on that. That's, <laughs> that's fair. You can be assistant. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like I'm Steve Bashimi. Like, well, I don't want to be Mr. Brown. You can be, <laughs> you can be co-senior associate AD. Okay, I like that one. That yeah, works. that works. You can share. That's fine. Who cares? It's not a real title. <laughs> well, I know it's almost not a real job. It's a real title. I want the title's it. real. The job isn't. UofL, hit us up. Thornton Sex Life. Let us know if can we're Can I get cards right? made with that? 502 I'm start handing them out at the DM Center when I go to games. <laughs> we get a call from, from Josh. Who's this guy Trevor <laughs> I keep hearing about? He set up a meeting next week. Texas says, isn't your birthday unlucky? What terrible thing's going to happen this weekend? It is. No, don't say that. I have a draft. I mean. My first, my first two, my keepers are going to both be out with ACL injuries thanks to you. I mean, I'm already sick. Like, what else could happen to me? Terrible. No, is, is this the, is what I die? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there you go. That would be appropriate. But something horrible. It hasn't happened for a while, though, I feel like. I thought last year's birthday went off without the hitch, didn't it? I think it? it did. Maybe the intro didn't play or something, but it was, it was well, no. whatever it was was not a big deal. I actually wasn't here, so it probably didn't. I can't, like, I think it's been a couple of years since, like, something bad happened. And it used to be, it was a combination of, like, personal stuff, and then there was some, nat- like, Katrina was on my birthday one year. Um, also, it's not, it's always had to be bad to you. Right. There was the one year I was in Which Lexington celebrating. makes me feel even worry about where my fancy draft now. Exactly. There was one year where I was in Lexington celebrating, it was the... Like the same day that that plane crash happened, where they the plane like the runway wasn't long enough, like that was awful, obviously. And it's just I, I had remember a, that I had a bad history. Of That's just, a Sully thing. No, no, no. This was in Lexington. Oh. <laughs> never did watch that movie, by the way. The pilot or whatever. Sully. So I never saw the movie. But no, fly, I never saw Flight either. I'm familiar with the story. Yeah, I love Tom Hanks, but I haven't watched any of his most recent movies. It feels like. Are you going to watch the Elvis one? No. I've heard mixed things. I, I I had someone tell me they did like it, but the trailer just looks so bad. I just I can't. I don't know if I can. Not to mention, it, there's unless I'm. I don't care what how the whole movie does. If it doesn't end with him dead on the dead sitting over stumped over on a toilet, I'm just going to be disappointed. <laughs> well, 
There you go. Plus, the previews act like they're not even going to show Fat Elvis. Give love to Fat Elvis, man. Come on. Texas, the IRP sent you a happy birthday card. That would be what, <laughs> that, would be. That, that would be appropriate. <laughs> I did see it. Tim Sullivan tweeted, it's been 60 days since the hearing happened with the IRP, and it was a total of 132 days between NC State's hearing and when they got their final you know, so That's what, four months? No. Um, 130 days? Is, is it? It, if it was, God, I guess it would be. But yeah, because 90 days is three months, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it would be a little bit over four months, which would put the timeline at what? Like Christmas? I thought the timeline. Great timing there. Well, no, if it's already been 60 days, then, oh, well, yeah, then we have, so it would be two months away, which would be. That's right. We have 62 days left. Yeah. So, or 72 days left. <laughs> Our math is terrible. <laughs> 72 days left, so a little bit hey, over two months. One of us didn't pay for the high school education. Yeah. <laughs> so that is the timeline. It is sort of late, uh, I guess, late September, early October. Ah, oh, man. <sighs> We're, we're trending dangerously close to my nightmare scenario. Season starting. Season starts. Season doesn't start When great. is the official first day of the season? When is the season? I think November 9th is our first game. When we okay. play Bellarmine. Season starts. Season doesn't start great. And then, like, three weeks into it, we receive, like, word that we're banned from next year's NCAA tournament, 2024. They wouldn't. They can't ban us from this year's. I, they can. They can do whatever they want. Well, I mean, My yeah. guess is because there's been such an uproar when that's happened in recent years that they would not try to ban us for the current season. But in this rare case, I'd rather have this year than next yeah, year. I, well, yeah, I've, absolutely. I don't know if we could, like, lobby for that. <laughs> yeah, if we could yeah. be like, hey, if this is going to happen. Like, this is a first. <laughs> can you not screw with our has, 2023 Has, has anyone ever been like, you know what? Done, no, no, no. We don't want next year. Just give it to us this year. Give it to us now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. somebody's gonna be like, uh, okay, okay. I mean, we kind of did that when we self-imposed. Well, that's yeah, but I, don't, I mean that, that that would be nightmare scenario though. Is it not only wrecks your 2023 class, it wrecks that entire season. We basically would have to wait two years to like be fully. We would support the team. We would get excited for the rest of this season, and the rest of next season. But like, it's different getting ready for a season when you know there's no chance to not only play in the NCAA tournament but even play in the ACC tournament. It's just it sucks for the players, it sucks for the fans. We would have to wait two full years. It would be a full decade again before we would like be out from underneath this cloud. I wonder how much of the fan base would be accepting of the reasonable excuse that Louisville does not get G.G. Wagner if they're on probation. They'd have to be. I mean, again. Yeah. You, you say that with expectations of it seems like common sense, but... It was sure. We're not... We're, when, what is... I think my, what is fans short for? I have mo- I have more <laughs> respect for Louisville fans than than that to think that like I, I'm not saying that, okay, well, you can't expect them to go to a lame dog program for one year. So would you say lame dog? But you know there's going to be some that are still upset. I think that would. Be I would think it would be the minority at very, least, right? Very, very. Few. Okay. I think most people will look at that and say, unfortunately, those are the ones that'll be on social media. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then it will I, give us a bad look. Like there was some doubt about Oklahoma State status in the NCAA tournament when Cade Cunningham went there. But they still had some hope that they were going to play. If there's no hope that you're going to be in the NCAA tournament, then like if you're a top recruit, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you may see college as simply a vessel to get you to the NBA, but you still want to do the big thing in college while you're there, which is experience March Madness and have a shot at winning an NCAA tur- tur- championship. And he's, I mean, I don't care who it is, and I don't care what your ties to the program are. You're not going to go to a, a program that knows it can't even play past late February. It just would. It, it, it would suck. It'd be bad. You'd expect. You'd expect it. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Speaking of basketball stuff, I saw uh, Chet Hulk, uh Chet Holgram. Holgram, uh, Liz Frank injury. Out for the year. Which, that's not a good injury. 
No, it's not. He, it's 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 imp- they've improved the progress of of that, but that's that's the injury that took Deuce Staley. I'm almost ruined Deuce Staley's career. He made a great play too. He like he like stole the ball from LeBron on a fast break when it happened, and then got hurt. And like now he's first of all, this was during a pro am in Seattle last week, yeah. which kibosh on pro ams from now on. Like you're you're gonna see none of these players play in this after this. Like teams are gonna start putting this in contracts. You cannot play in these leagues. You cannot play in these pro ams. Like no Drew League, no whatever. Well, it was it was a full break though, right? Which means there was probably some yes. kind of the, the injury was probably already in place, and it was because Liz Frank's like on the like the it's just, it's like on the on your foot where I think it's near the the front of your foot. Like when we're it's a kind bad of, injury for a big guy. It's a bad injury for anybody. It's especially bad, well, especially for a big. I guy. mean when. When I first, I never even heard of it until Deuce got it back in like 2001, and he was out for almost a year and a half because of it. Okay. And it, he came back; he was never the same. And he unfortunately his career was shortened majorly because of it. But yeah, it's it's not a good. I mean, I, and that was that was 20 years ago. They have made progress, I think, in terms of rehabbing it because it was kind of a. I know it's not a new disease, new new kind of thing, but. Like I, it was it was just came out of nowhere in the two thousand. Like I, I think Eric Rett got it like in the late nineties as well. He broke it and it hurt his career. And like I was just like I never heard of it until that point. Now it's become unfortunately a lot more common. Before we take a break, it's three thirty right now. If you have nothing going on tonight and you're like, yeah, what should I do? There's a doubleheader of Cardinal soccer tonight oh, at the yeah. stadium. We've got the Louisville men's team playing its first game of the year, and it's a big one. They're hosting number 10 St. Louis, the top 10 team in the country. Comes into Lynn Stadium. 5 o'clock is when that game's going to kick off. And then the nightcap will be the women's soccer team. They're taking on uh, their toughest test of the young season. They're, they're 1-0. They beat UIC last week. But Xavier comes to town. Xavier went, I think, like 16-3-3 last year. So that's a, two good teams coming to play the men's and the women's team. 7.30 is when the women's game is going to kick zip off. Them up. Beat the A-10. Let's zip them up, send them out, uh, beat Xavier, beat St. Louis, get it done. But if you want to watch, you know, four hours straight of Cardinal soccer, more than four hours straight of Cardinal soccer, you can make that happen tonight. Go out to Lynn Family Lynn Stadium, not Lynn Family Stadium, and enjoy uh, the cards. Hopefully, bringing home two wins. I like so the the professional one is family. Lynn Family, the U of L one. U of L is not. Yeah, it's so, not, so the university. We don't care about family here. <laughs> I got these edits. Just Doctor Lynn. I like we we want another stadium with our name on it. Well, you can't have two the same name. Just throw family in there. Well, the Lynn one is actually it's Doctor Mark and Cindy Lynn Stadium. So we just care about the parents. Okay. The, the other one, Lucidity and Racing, they're more family friendly. <laughs> they could just name it after one kid. They just, they, whole family. Had a group the whole family. They got, cousins they got, and they're going. That's me. Exactly. They got grandkids now. Yeah, you know, it's all encompassing. They should have just named one after every family member. And now they, I just saw because I was went to my parents. If last we get weekend, another stadium, they named the new the upgrades at Ballard. Like it is now that that's Lynn Stadium as well. I mean, what, what did it get named after the dog? I think it's just like there's a huge sign when you you can see it when you're driving down. I guess it was a 42 back there. Um, it just says Lynn, I think it just says Lynn Stadium. I didn't know that. Ballard Bruins. I didn't. I go by Ballard on a decent amount sometimes. Can't miss it. I, I must not. I guess it's been a while since I've been over there, but yeah, it's it's uh it's very large. But they, you know they've got. I miss the old concrete home bleachers. Like that, that was <laughs> it was a defining characteristic, and then turns out they've been like condemned last year, and they had to bulldoze it. Ballard couldn't play any home games. So I do remember that. Stadium. Yeah. They now they're the only public school in Louisville. They had like one game there before it happened. They're the only public school in Louisville now to have artificial turf. It's a it looks great, and apparently now it's uh, it's Lynn Family Stadium. But Penny won't poop on that field. <laughs> she, was, she wasn't on Wagner's field. She pooped in front of Wagner yesterday. <laughs> yes, I picked. A, I sent Trevor a picture yesterday walking the dog of Penny pooping in front of Wagner. She's not. She's not impressed with the, the camp. Did you pick it up? I picked it up, of course. No, you didn't. I, of course, I picked it. I up. I didn't see that picture. Well, I mean, I, do you want me? To say, I didn't think I needed to send you a picture of 
<laughs> my dog's crap and a I'm going to drive over to Wagner tonight and see if that poop's still there. And if it is, I'm taking it to Ballard and leaning it on the... I uh, sent you a picture of the walking by the, the, the field. Yeah, the cage. The boys' soccer team was taking on more. Uh, did not go great for him. <laughs> soccer. 3 nothing defeat. <laughs> really? Close. Narrow defeat. 3 nothing defeat? That's a win. Moore got the win. I just let you know. State championship, I smell it. It's it's happening this year. That's a win. It's all I, happening. I, I did a lot of soccer games. Only losing 3 nothing is an accomplishment. Weiner's had some decent teams over the years. Not when I was I've gone up there and seen some decent scores. Not when I was. T- <laughs> I remember I think it was the Trinity Gamers where they don't even think I made it past midfield. My senior year was, I remember going to the Trinity Wagner game. It was bad. The ref walks up to me. He's like, you know, uh, it, it, I think, I can't remember. I think the rule was like four, four. I tried to throw it to break five minutes ago. I think it's four or five that, that they go to running clock. <laughs> and before the game even started, the ref walks up to me. He's like, just don't even stop the clock on a goal. Well, the thing is, you can't, like, but you yeah, can't I, stop a running clock because it's a district game. But he was like, just let it run. Oh. I'm like, but I'm supposed to do, it's supposed to be like three or four. I can't remember what it was at the time. And he's like, just let it run. I'm like, but he's like, don't even, just let it run. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, now we're throwing it to break. Uh, we'll, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll take some text at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Thursday here on 1450 The Big X. There we go. Oh, Music like ten different times. No, what it is. Every time it comes on, I'm like, I know we've got. No. I do the same little shimmy every time it comes on. It does. It does give you a shimmy. That is, by the way, that is uh, uh, Michael McDonald in the background yes. going. Uh, and I've got such a long way to go. Um, I think. <laughs> um, what what it is is that when we were initially did the show, and I made like some like uh, bass opens with the sound and stuff in it. And I don't know how many, like maybe 20 or 30 of those. Uh-huh. And I don't use those anymore. And the only time they get used is when I'm out and Gary's in here. He's He doesn't do the YouTube That's intro. correct, right. That's why I hear it too much. So, he and I know he and Gary loves to like kind of go back to the same thing a little bit when he's playing stuff. I've heard him play this like three or four times in a That's show what, when that I'm out. That's what it is. I think you're right. It's this and like the Allison Chains one he plays a lot for some reason as well. Uh yeah, so that's why that's why you think you hear it all the time or more than you probably have. Nothing wrong with that. No, it's oh well, it's Christopher Cross. I mean, the man was a uh, a comet in the sky for two years and disappeared. Uh, we have real quickly a recruiting note to, to get to. I meant to mention this yesterday. We, we didn't get around to it because you know you, me, and Jenna. We talked about weddings for like a full hour at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm still a little closer to getting married. Well, we're getting you there we're one step at a time. Jamari Johnson, who's a one of the the higher rated recruits in Louisville's 2023 recruiting class. He's on all these freaks lists. He's a tight end. He's you know, people talk about him being like I think he plays a multiple amount of sports. Like big guy who moves unbelievably well for somebody his size. He picked up a scholarship offer from Alabama on Tuesday. And he didn't do what you'd, you'd like him to do, which is say, you know, cool, I'm fully committed to Louisville. This changes nothing. You know, he said, I'm, I'm still committed to Louisville. But you could tell he was, as any kid would be, 
He didn't end up very with playing excited roll tide, to be, did he? <laughs> no, very excited to be offered by Alabama. And I'm a little bit concerned there. A little bit concerned. What position is he again? Tight end. Tight end? I don't remember. What was his name? Jamari Johnson. Jamari Johnson. Why do I not remember him? He's a California kid. As they as they tend to be, he's the number. Yeah, I kind of figured that when it comes to Satterfield recruiting. He's listed as an athlete, but he's I think he plays tight end in high school. I guess he played multiple positions when he gets here. Six foot five kid, two thirty, very athletic for somebody that size. He's the number thirty two athlete in the class according to the twenty four seven sports. I hope us recruiting the football slash baseball tight end isn't uh, weighing on him to, to maybe go to Alabama. If it, 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 I mean, if it is, because then that guy's Johnson. That guy's a Johnson. Deuce Johnson. That's Deuce Johnson. Okay, that's where I was getting. Okay, that's why I want to make sure. But like you and I have talked about, he probably would be more of like he's more a wide. straight wide receiver. I think so too. Yeah. Whereas Jamari Johnson could do maybe this. If he's not, the, he'd be more of a pass blocker, but also could do like sort of the, some of the Marshawn Ford stuff. Jamari's more of a two thirty, two forty weight. Jamari is two fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. There's six no, five, yeah. two fifty. Big difference between that and two twenty five. Yeah, he's a yeah. large human being. Yeah, that that's a full tight end. Hell, he may be on his way to playing a tackle or guard for all we know. Uh, no, we need we need to get up in there and let them know that the tide does not roll. They don't have balloon glows in Tuscaloosa. No, God no. They're giving you jets down there. Well, you, jets. You, ever, you ever had a boiled peanut? It sucks. Yeah, they're not good. We have fried Oreos here. Yes, get over it. We got Spinelli's just. Don't expect it swiftly. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Uh, text says, guys, give me your all-decade team for Louisville basketball, 2000s and up. I know random, but here we are. Well, that's that would be two decades. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> for starters. For starters, that would be, would be two decades. If we're doing uh, – this is. are we doing like the standard like guard, guard, forward, forward, center, or are we just doing the five best players? Um – I mean, I think, I think it would almost work out to a starting lineup if you did even do it either way, wouldn't it? Probably. I mean, because you, I mean, you could you could argue a three guard rotation if you're maybe throwing Rozier in there with uh, Stephen Russ and Stephen Russ. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, because I know someone's going to say Mitchell, but Mitchell's he more wasn't. Of, yeah, I think Mitchell's more the the post career blurring division of his collegiate career. I think that's fair. I think also you would like you, you could make an argument for Donovan because he was first team all ACC. Sure. Year. I mean, yeah, he was. Even though he started slow that year, was fantastic in conference play. But yeah, nobody thought he was going to be what he's been in the NBA. And that does change the perception of him when he was here at Louisville. Like I think Terry Rozier was the better college player. I, I thought Terry Rozier was going to be the better NBA player and he wasn't. He's been good. Yeah. I mean, the thing is is that I mean this is going to sound like a lot like the, the 13 team, though. I mean, Gorgie's probably starting at center. You'd have, what, Gorgie pro- versus Padgett? And you'd probably go Gorgie? That's where was I would Padgett, Padgett was in the 2000s, was he? Was he did he, I know he graduated. When was his last 2000s. year? 2000s. This guy's saying you're 2000 and up. Padgett's uh, last year was the 08 team. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm brain farting. Uh, yeah. Ooh, it's, yeah, I'd probably... Padgett would be the backup. And I love Padgett. But if we're going to actually go by, like... Yeah, I, I would take Gorgie. I would too. Pageant's your backup, though, even though it's not really like a long list of backup centers anyway. Forwards is where it gets kind of interesting. Well, if you go three guards with Rogier, you're only looking at one then. I don't know if I would go Rogier. I mean, I think you have to, even though. Steve Russ is a given, right? I think Steve Russ is a given. I'd probably agree with that. The one that, and this is sort of like the reverse Donovan Mitchell, the one that I think his, he's had his UofL career maybe like has been tarnished a little bit by what's happened since is Terrence Williams. Because he was, yeah, that's, how good he was here. His, I mean, it's a guy who posted, what, 
three triple doubles. Yeah, he was a freak. I mean, on a, on a, I mean, the triple doubles are not do not come that easy in college bat in college sports. I think you have to have to be well on there, and then you would. I, have, I, I, you know what? I agree with that. I was, I thought you were going to say Reese Gaines when you led started with this. See, but. that's the thing. Gaines is is right there. Francisco Garcia, uh, tough to keep off. I, and I, I, honestly, the one thing about Garcia that would deter me is the same thing you could use against Will T. Will, and that's the lack of. Clutch performances, I think, in big games. Now, T. Will did single-handedly save us in the second round of the, that 0-9 tournament. And he, you know what? He if beat you, Santa if, by himself. If, if, by that same argument, I would say I almost put Ellis Miles at the power forward. No, really? I love Ellis. And he, I, I, I know hey, you do. Ellis single-handedly probably kept us losing by 60 against Illinois. He was great in that game. Larry O'Bannon? No. No? Love, love Larry, but he's I mean, he's be, he had one. He was great his senior year. But his overall career would have to be behind all the guys we're talking about. I mean, Reese Gaines. But you got to remember, Reese and Russ also their first two, their first years weren't exactly. Russ did nothing his freshman year. He was no. great after that. Siva was a Siva role player. Took at a best. while. Like my first thought was, we're spending too much time on this. I think, but my my <laughs> initial thought, I could spend all day on this debating it, which is it's a great topic. We, we have to we have to base the criteria first. I think, right? In yeah. Some way. I'm th- I'm I'm leaning towards Siva, Russ. Francisco Garcia, Terrence Williams, Gorgie Zhang. Three we've, we've, we're, we're, we all agree on, right? I think so. I think I agree with that. That's right. So we're down to the, the two and four position, the three and four. Yeah, I mean, Montrez Harrell is in there too. See, but Harrell's again, I mean, I mean, you have the, the mainly the, the junior year, the impactful year. I mean, his freshman year it was mostly the highlight of the championship. Year he was great. He was. He was solid, but. Oh, man. I mean, if you're going to go by like making a traditional lineup, then that gives Ellis a better argument, at least. It does because he's the one of the he's the the one of the best rebounders in program history. Yeah, and a triple double guy himself as well. Did have one? He did. I mean, he was almost a a, a, a poor man's point forward. Texas says, "Does anyone listen to the Cardinal Insider?" Yeah, yeah, I hope so. If not what am I do? What am I doing this work for today? Right here. I feel totally. Don't make me feel completely useless, people. <laughs> Texas, being from Detroit, the biggest fear there, uh, biggest fear driving there is that you can easily take the wrong freeway exit and go to Canada yep. accidentally. If you think the fair turnaround was a big deal, I think this is for KRC. I'm just reading this now. I was, like, I was like, wondering why you brought this up. He's not lying, though. Imagine being a one of the people who need a full Border Patrol escort to take you back to America while a line of hundreds of cars sit, watch, and wait for you. That would suck. It almost happened to me. Did it really? I was, last time I was in Detroit, it was like, what, a year or two ago? I was up there. And I was in the, 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 you know, the far right lane because I didn't want, mainly because I just didn't want, I was, you know, people are, fl- their town, they're flying. I'm like trying to be more safe because last thing you ever want to get is a speeding ticket in an out of state. Agreed. It's such a pain in the rear end. So, and I didn't realize it was like the lane was like exiting and whatever river that is. Yeah. It, like you, if you, if I, if I hadn't had to like slow down just to finally somehow merge over, I'd have been in Canada. Canadian Trev. And that, that wouldn't have worked because you know, I don't have a passport. Don't you need a passport to go to Canada now? Yeah, I, think you, I believe you do. It's different. I, th- I think when I looked up when I looked about Blue Jays, you can do it with a license, but they don't like recommend it. Really? And, yeah. And the last thing I read is people more like putting their snipping their nose in my car. I just now that you say that out loud because passports are good for ten years, which blew my mind when I first got one. But I got it exactly ten years ago when I was getting ready to go to the Bahamas. I think flying you have to have it. It's only driving yeah. is it. You can use a license if you're driving, but. There's a good chance you're going to be like asked to step out and for like a search or something, or even like just be like if you, I, I got pulled aside on, on an airplane uh, for a random search hmm. because I was a one way flight. 
Oh, I did too. I and I did not. I realized that because I was sitting. I'm like, why? I mean, why am I getting this? Like, well, you have a one way ticket. I'm like, yeah. Like, well, if you're gonna like try to hijack a plane, why would you buy a two way? Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Fair question. How do you say that out loud? I'm like, okay, never mind. Go ahead, help yourself. <laughs> There's nothing in there. Trust how'd you, me. How'd you answer? <laughs> I was, that's, that's the same way. I'm like, that's logically a good response. How do I argue with that? Well, what did you say? How'd you explain yourself? <laughs> I was, oh, I, 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 I told him why I was only getting him one way because I had driven with my friend to help him move to Durham and then I go. flew out of Durham back to Louisville. Uh, Texas, did Trevor get you another XL? No, it's large. It's was it good. large? I can't remember what size it was. It, it looks good. I held okay. it up to me. I can wear it. It's going to be great. <laughs> well, it's not one that you and Mary can wear at the same time together? No. Like, like, the, like not, the Orange Cassidy. We shared the Orange Cassidy over a nice birthday day. <laughs> you both put it on. After our anniversary. I, I'm doing what I can to bring you two together, man. What we can need. I say? <laughs> your, your efforts are appreciated. By the way, I'm up to episode 13 on Friday Night Lights. I lo- you love it, and I love it. I love that you love it. I'm, I'm a little... I'm a, I'm I started, a little... and you're going to be excited about this. You're not going to be excited when I tell you how far I made it before falling asleep, but I started Only Murders in the Building. Like Ooh! Yeah. Why do I sound like a, a weird man now? Ooh! I liked the first 10 minutes, then I fell asleep. The first 10 minutes. I think Mary says that, but you... <laughs> yeah. Texas, I hate the awkwardness when you open a card and see money, but you know you have to ignore it until you read the card. That's, That's completely true. <laughs> yeah. And do you still do, when you get cards from family, do you still do the uh, shake before you even open it? No. I don't, do you I don't just know. try to play cool now yeah i mean I but just, as a kid you were doing that right well the thing is like i also don't like I, I never look at like what the if it's a check I, you never like want to look be like looking at like what the check says <laughs> or if it's a gift card you never want to be like hey, how much is the gift card so you just like you, you like see it and you're like thank you and then you, you go check it when you get back you, you gotta do like I, i've tried to do is what if i see something in the card check cash gift card whatever like my first reaction is we don't even look at it just put it right in my pocket and then read the thing go go about reading the card as if you know, oh, thanks. I'll look at it in a minute. I appreciate it. But the card, the card is more important because you took the effort to do the card. It's the most disingenuous thing that we do as human beings. Oh, it's 100%. The fact that we act like we care more about the bleepy message written on the inside of that card, <laughs> which is always just some form of like, happy birthday, love you, hope you have a great year, it is so ridiculous right. that we care more about that little message. We're like, you know, put the, put, I don't care about the money. I just want to read what you had to say in 15 seconds before you left for the house to come over here to this birthday dinner. I know you're not a recarder, if that's even a word. I invented it today. It's fine. Put in the dictionary. But, but do you, are you the are you the ones, or maybe your mom, my mom does, God knows my aunt does, that signs the pet's names when she gives you the card? No, we don't do that. You don't add the pet's names no. to it? Okay. No. My family does. Unless it's and like my, a... My mom at one time had like seven cats, so it would just be a long list The only difference names. is... Like when we're sending Christmas gifts to, to people from out of town and we, we send them like a gift for their dog and we know they're going to send a gift for our dog. Like my Aunt Betsy does it every year from Florida and she'll do like, and so like we'll send, you know, gifts for her, for her husband and then her dog and we'll sign it, you know, before we had kids at least, like Mary, Michael and Penny. Because so do you still, she would always send us the same thing. Like, do, do, you, do you give a gift to Mary or, or does you, do you get a gift? From from Penny still or no anytime? no Penny's not included in the gifts. Okay, do you do you cool. get do you give her Christmas gifts? Does Penny get Christmas gifts? Yes, yeah, she's a little stocking. Okay, yeah, she. Gets, I got it. Mine's have a stocking too. She, I mean, granted, let's be real. Like since we had kids, she gets significantly less than she did when she was an only child. So, so, so before okay, before but she gets some treats. Let me ask you, before the kids was was that part of the gift exchange? Like you, no no to, no, no to no. Mike from Penny. No no, you didn't no. do that. You we didn't, didn't we didn't do any of that. So it's just my family of nerds. Yeah, and unless okay. it, unless it was us again sending a gift to a family that included like a gift for the dog, 
All that right. case, the dog obviously had some input in what the dog, other dog was getting, and so you sign her name. But besides that, no. Penny was not involved in the gift buying process. My dog, she had other stuff to do. My dogs get gifts for the cats and vice versa at Christmas at my house. Uh, well, I mean. Maybe to the kitties from the, from the doggies. Once again. So it's just a little, now, when I say. The Great Garden-esque <laughs> documentary that would be the, the, Kel, the Kelsey household. Now, when I say. It's something I would be fascinated to watch. Now, when I say it, I put that on the card, and I, I, I use that term loosely because I like you, I, I'm with you. I'm not a big Big card person. I'm the one that puts the little like flap on the present. That you, you know, the little, little extra piece of wrapping paper that you turn into a flap. And it's I've done a, that before. I did, or just Back the, in the day I did. or just the sticker. You know, the the to and from stickers. I'll do those. That's that's the extent of that it. was my go-to. Back. Yeah, then. yeah. I did the same thing. Uh, I see a picture now of Kenny Payne posting with uh, with a for a picture with both Josh Hurd and the big dog Vince Merrow. Ooh, where at? The well, they're not wearing anything blue, are they? The Kentucky Football Hall of Fame, uh, the Kentucky Fair ham breakfast this morning. Kentucky Farm Bureau ham breakfast. Have you been to the fair yet? No, I'm not going to go this year. You're not going to take. You're not going. We went last year. It's kind of a. It's kind of a bummer. Well, it's been a bummer for like. Now they got years. kids making fake shootings up. I don't want to go there. Say what? You see that that incident from last week? Fake shootings. They like put these kids like set off a bunch of fireworks and were like shooter, 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 like scare everybody. <laughs> <laughs> have we got to the point where this is that that's the joke I, I mean i guess who knows it's not great i mean if it's become a joke then maybe people stop doing it then yeah maybe i i love your optimism Trey. i mean i'm just trying to, once it starts being the only mocked, thing that can solve <laughs> the gun crime i mean what, once you start mocking it you know like disco it just eventually fades away right i don't think that's the way it's gonna work here <laughs> i hope you're right would be great if you're right all right so before we go to break here and wrap up our number we're uh one Reminding you about our friends over at First Bankers Trust. First Bankers Trust, invest in you, Trevor. Don't invest in anybody else. Invest in yourself before you invest in anybody else. And the way to make that happen is by hitting up our friends over at First Bankers Trust. It's the first choice in wealth management. They got you covered not just with investment management, but also comprehensive financial planning, trust and estate services, and so much more. First Bankers Trust, where they put trust first. Find out more about First Bankers Trust by visiting firstbankerstrust.com. Financial success starts with one thing. One thing one thing only. Trust. One? Trust. Trust. That's all. Firstbankerstrust.com. Yeah. Go there. I trust First Bankers. Who doesn't? Everybody does. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hour number two on the way next. Again, short show, so we'll get out of here at 5 o'clock. Uh, hit us up on the Thornton Sex line, 502-414-1450. We'll take more of your texts uh, and get into some other nonsense. Coming up after the break, right here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. And I've got such a long such a long way to go. Fourteen fifty and I just won the big X. Now you you brought this up during the break, and I did I. Yeah. Is it about Smash? No. 
<laughs> How are we going? Like, I feel like we need to talk about the South Carolina mascot story. I mean, no, but are, are we allowed? allowed? No. Can we? I feel like we have to, and I don't know how to just do it without just coming right out and saying. It's sounding like a bunch of six-year-old goobers. Now, so if you haven't seen anything about this, South Carolina, the Gamecocks, they are rebranding the official Gamecock mascot. They have a live mascot. They do. They have. It's been called Sir Big Sir. Uh, Sir Big Spur. Spur, yeah. Forever. Which, by the way, that's a, I wonder what's a name for that. That's a weird name. I don't know. And can you fill me in? Like, there's... So, all I saw was that there's some sort of college football bickering that is leading to a rebrand. Yeah, Why what, is this happening? Because the first thing I thought I was like, is this some like how's this offensive to like that, that was my first initial thought was someone's been offended by it, let's change it. I'm like, I, I don't get it. Okay. That's not the first time I'm I've been confused by that. But when I did read this the article by the state, which is their local paper, I clicked uh-huh. on it. And apparently what it is, I guess, it's nothing to do with all that. Um so if you're on one side of the fence of of politician political thing keep it down there's no reason to get mad um i guess the the previous owners like the trademark on it lapsed or something and they don't want the new owners of the bird don't want to name it don't want to call it that anymore okay and the old owners are upset because they want to keep it that name but they don't actually own it anymore okay um don't hold me to the exact details of that but that seems like the from skimming the article from what i did that seems to be the, the 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 basis premise of it. Okay, it's a more of a battle between the previous and current owners of the act, which you would think the school would have some kind of ownership involved in there, but I guess it's probably the school can't take care of a rooster, so it's probably whoever the caretakers are are probably the owners as well. I would assume makes sense. Yeah, because so, I mean, somebody takes care of like UG UG or whatever, don't they? I mean, he is like a home. Yes. Yeah, I think that's how that, that works. Yeah. So the state you mentioned the the previously mentioned newspaper that covers all news in South Carolina, mm-hmm. they're like, if it can't be named Sir Big Spur, we need to come up with a new name. Like the fan base needs to pick the new name. Do you have the list? I do have the list. Okay, save the save the good one for I, last. I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, here, okay, I, I've got this all planned out. <laughs> well, that's how they actually announce it too. They yeah they they threw out um, a, a number of names and they you know some of them were pretty creative. They had uh, Marco Pollo. Um, makes me think of our superintendent. They had not, <laughs> not just Marty. It's like, wait a minute, we, little Jerry. <laughs> we love Marty here, yeah. but this was it was it was Marco Pollo. They had a General, pretty straightforward. They had Captain Cluck. <laughs> that one sounds so generic. They had um, Cockadoodle Dude. No. They had Brewster. They had Kicking Chicken. They had Coop. They had Mister Chicken Scratch. They had Cluck Norris. That was cheesy. I don't like and that. And then one. finally, by the way, kicking kickin chicken is what they say to me at Raising Canes when I pull. They say it to everybody. Yeah. Finally, they had. Again, <laughs> no, I don't know if we can. T- are we allowed to do it? It's the name of the mascot. We 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 call we we refer to them as the Gamecocks all it's the time. It's the name of a rooster. The, but the final suggestion they had for their live mascot rooster name is oh. Co- Cock Commander. <laughs> I mean, you stepped all over the delivery, Trevor. <laughs> well, no, I'm trying to save you, actually. No, I, I, all, I, I, that is radio appropriate. A rooster is a cock. I, I'm allowed to say that. Okay. That's the name that the state, a big J journalism enterprise, threw out there. And so you might guess, which was the overwhelming leader in the poll. Really? By a very wide margin. I mean, you I'm not going to say it again, but that name led. And the, the, the problem is, South Carolina is never going to do this. They're not going to go by the results of this poll. They're not going to do what they should do, which oh, is name the rooster cock commander. Oh, uh, they're DeMarcus Cousins again. 
Yeah, the way he should have gone by. What was the what was the actual winner? Carl. Carl. <laughs> okay. He's like, I'm going by Boogie. Yeah. He's like, okay, thanks for lying to us, Demarcus. Exactly. So what do you do in South Carolina? Why not step just, up? Just abide by the will of the people. I mean, I don't know if they were just the, the last one has to be just for their like attempt to get trending. Probably. Because otherwise, why wouldn't you just call it the Gamecock Commander? And let's not act like South Carolina hasn't leaned into this before. Like, they didn't know what they were doing. The, that hat, the white hat that said, you know, that word across the yeah, top that yeah. every douchey 16-year-old was wearing in the early 90s. They were wearing that or they were wearing the uh, the, the FU hats. Yeah, Fordham. Yeah, yeah, that was another popular one. Yeah, Trust me, I worked at Lids in 2000. There was a whole section. I remember, There yes. was a whole section yes. of Entendre. Yes. And like South Carolina, Camelville Camels got some love because I think this is the Humps or something. Brigham Young was, yeah. was a, a big one as well. Oral Roberts, let's go Oral. Yeah. Like, don't act like you haven't leaned into this before, USC. And it'd be funny. People will be talking about it. <laughs> I mean, just make it happen. I'm just waiting to hear like the announcers like there, there he is on the sideline. <laughs> you have to say it. I mean, the Gamecock Commander. Why can't you just give it the whole name? Well, it's not nearly as good. I know. Because, of course, it's not nearly as good, which is why they didn't do it. Bring Brett Musburger yeah. back for a game on ABC just so he can say Cock Commander on live TV. <laughs> that's, that's my picture when I heard what I was thinking of when I said that was Brett Musburger. Of course. He's doing the Raiders games on now. So. Matt, well, I think he, he like left that position, didn't he? Oh, he did? He, I was like, he did it one year? Maybe he just left his, because he's been living in Vegas. But he, but he started like a gambling network. Maybe that's what, all he left. He, oh, he left the gambling okay. thing that he was doing. So he just he just started last year doing them. Yeah. <laughs> if we could have Keith Jackson, hologram Keith Jackson. Oh, Nelly, that's one fast cock commander. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't think you were actually going to say it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... In Keith Jackson's voice. <laughs> we need Harry Carey back. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll save you the, the embarrassment of the Harry Carey version. <laughs> but you mentioned this. Uh, I'm, I'm just now seeing a picture of the the Rams Bengals practice fight. Oh, did it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Aaron Donald holding two Bengals. I got a picture of Aaron Donald holding two Bengals hand uh, helmets. Pretty badass <laughs> in his hands. You think you think he got mad when they told him that he was off sides on that last sack? No. He was. I don't think that's what happened. And by the way, Cockamander is the number four trending topic right behind Aaron Donald. How's it not number one? It was earlier. Okay. Now it's just behind uh, it's just behind this uh, poor Rams-Bengals fight. So it's a co-commander. I also saw today, speaking of the Bengals, no respect. The on three, on three did their mock draft. And the, look, the, the war on Louisville from on three, it's becoming personal. <laughs> when they have Will Levis go number one? No. What would be the second option to that, though? What would be the second worst thing if I said it's getting personal? Uh, Malik Cunningham not even drafted. No, they have the Lions taking Will Levis to pick eight. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> wow, they think you're gonna have only the eighth pick once again. That's see, there you go. Clear. Maybe that's like a six-month <laughs> season. Once again, I, I, I reiterate, the Lions, the only NFL franchise that has never drafted a Louisville player. If they take their next franchise quarterback, and it's Will freaking Levis in the top ten, which. I say this knowing full well that he is a this is a man who torched my favorite team last year. I still don't think he's the next great thing in the NFL. No, I don't. I don't. Either. I don't. Well, maybe I'm proven wrong this season. Maybe I changed my tune. He can absolutely do that with a big time uh, season over the next four months. But right now, I would be horrified if the Lions took Will Levis in the top ten. And it just feels like on three, it's getting overly personal at this point. <laughs> but they they pissed off Bengals fans too. And there are a lot of local fans who are Bengals fans by having them getting the 14th overall pick. Saying like they're not even going to be the playoffs. Ooh, that is yeah. That's the 14th pick. That's talking like a seven win season, eight win season. P- 
people are saying they're going to be like the next Cardinals. Like, they go to the Super Bowl and then just kind of disappear. The Panthers. Yeah, but there's a difference when the argument is the Cardinals lost to Carson Palmer when they went to their downhill slide. Joe Burrow's not going anywhere. Yeah. That's like, a big difference. Palmer, yeah. There, there, there's a, that, that Cardinals team was built on veterans that just ran out of gas after two years. I mean, they were on expired time to begin with. Agreed. I don't, I don't yeah. I'm, now, I'm not saying the, the problem with Bengals, though, is that now it has been helped out with, with the Cleveland situation them being without the, their quarterback for 11 games, even though they're still a good team. that I mean, that division is with the AFC West, just murderer's row, though. Yeah. I mean, you could, I, I said this, I think, before the season. I mean, and Pittsburgh's, you know, obviously going to have the biggest hill to climb with that, with their with their personnel. But, I mean, you could go, you could see a 10-win team in the AFC not make the playoffs. Yeah. That, it's, it's easily possible. All right, we need to do uh, – Get the DJ Wagner music ready to go. Oh, can you give me one second? One second. We're going to do DJ Wagner update of the day. We have The DJ Wagner update of the day, there was a point in time where it was quite, it was not just a clever name. It was quite literally an update of the day, but things have gone a little bit quiet since the AAU circuit ended. The recruiting writers have stopped posting stuff, but we have an, we have an update today. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. DJ Wagner, 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 Think the decision has already been made. Where's he going? Where's he going? <laughs> Say it's not so. All right, let's do it. DJ Wagner update of the day. I like this. We should like start marking how far into the actual opening uh, theme we get with the uh, with the. It's always three or four. Because yeah, it's usually four. I want three today. Yeah, we, it's a quick update. We need to get past at least past Winterfell, right? Yes. <laughs> The DJ Wagner update of the day, because the text line asked a couple of times, uh, multiple people have asked if I've seen this. The answer is yes. Uh, a tweet from Kyle Tucker today. He got asked, Kyle, do you know when DJ Wagner will decide? And Tucker's response was decide, question mark. I'm fairly confident he already has announced, question mark. No, I don't. <laughs> and this is, if you've been listening to the show or you follow, uh, follow Kyle online, this is nothing new. Like Kyle has been consistent. Even when everybody was flipping their picks to Louisville back when Louisville announced Milt Wagner was joining the staff. Tucker basically was saying, both in public and in private, like, look, Cal Perry says he's getting the kid. And if Cal says he's getting the kid, I think he's getting the kid. Like, they think it's a done deal. They've said, you can hire Milt, you can hire Dewan, you can hire any Wagner family you want. You can, you can take the whole Camden High School team and give them scholarships and bring them to Louisville. <laughs> DJ's going to go, go to Kentucky. He's, re- he's remained consistent on that point without wavering. And now he's saying... Decision's already been made. Does that make you? Do, do you put any stock into this? I put more stock into it because Kyle is that close with Cal. I put more stock into that than I do like the Jamie Shaw stuff that's come out or some of the well, national recruiting it, it, stuff but, that's come out. But does that same with that same statement, I, you come back with the fact that it's that it's Kyle maybe blindly believing everything Cal tells him. Kyle, well, I, I think, Cal tells that he he thinks that he wouldn't. And may, and for, for all Cal knows, maybe he feels he is being honest by saying. I it. would say the hope is that Cal is just getting hoodwinked. That, that Cal is being led. Yeah, I mean, down the wrong path by a kid who knows what he's doing. Now, does that mean just if he if Cal's sitting there telling if Cal's telling Tucker? Well, because I'm, I'm gonna, Cal, Cal, Kyle, and Cal oh, is Cal. getting confusing for me. If Cal is telling Tucker that it's a given, you know, he's he's gonna. It, it, the only, the only, the only variable is time. So just, you know, to, to steal a better coach's quote, nice. you know, the the only that, that's the only thing. 
that just could that does if you know if Kyle and Kyle's come back saying I think it's a given again. If it not, ends up being that he goes to Louisville when it does, you know, it doesn't mean you know he that one was lied to the other. He Cal could honestly believe that he thinks he is going to get him, and it's a done deal. It's not going to be because I have hope. It could. That's the hope. I think the thing that separates this is, like, we're not in uncharted waters when it comes to UK presumably having a number one player, at least at the time when he was the number one player, like locked up and then something happens and another school swoops in and takes him. I, mean, I mentioned Cade Cunningham earlier. Cade Cunningham was going to Kentucky. Yeah, but it's never us that does it. Then they hire his brother. He goes there. Uh, James Wiseman was going to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. They Penny Hardaway gets the Memphis job. He goes to Memphis. Um, Zion Williamson was for a long time thought people thought he was going to go to Kentucky. Then everybody starts offering him everything under the moon, and he somehow ends up at Duke. Um, Multiple stakes, baby. There's another one that I'm forgetting where something happened, and the guy ended up going there. In none of those instances, wasn't well. No, Trey Young wasn't as given. I think no, Trey Young. He was, did visit, but he also was not like number one player. Yeah. He was low rank. And his dad got the backlash for calling the dorms crappy or something. Exactly. Yeah. And he basically wanted to go somewhere where he could shoot 45 times a game, yeah. which is worked out well for him. But in all of these cases, when it, when the national perception has been things are changing, it's no longer a done deal to UK. It looks like school B is now in position to land this player. You've never heard Cal through intermediaries or through himself come out and be like, I'm still confident we're going to get him. He hasn't done that. He's known, he's seen the writing on the wall and all these UK people that are, are close to Cal have kind of, they've started to lay the foundation for disappointment. They've said, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen now. You have to hope they're turning their focus to the number five player or whoever it is. That's not happening here. This is, this is the outlier in those situations. So if there was going to be a case where something happens and the kid winds up staying true to Kentucky, it feels like it's this because Cal has not wavered. Cal has, has continued to say the same thing to his, his guys. And publicly he's not kind of, done anything that would indicate that he's not going to get DJ Wack. What about the is it not an indication that he's gone after similar players at position in the same recruiting class though? I, or no, is that just I, not I mean I guess I don't think that matters. I think he wants a super class. He wants to get back okay. to the old 2012, 2013, 2014 ways. So the, the the that 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 does matter. He just he would just he just wants it all and wants it now like I guess what it is. Because remember the Dillingham commitment kind of coincided with when everybody was thinking that Wagner was going to, going to go to Louisville. And so the common thought amongst UK folks, I think they even talked about it on KRC here was truly did if we're getting dillingham it kind of feels like we're out on wagner right like we're we're doing this this was an either or they're both not going to go to the same place and since then multiple recruiting guys have talked to both wagner and robert dillingham and they both said like i'd love to play with that guy like like there's there's more than enough possessions to go around here we want the best players in america and it seems like they have a good shot to land according to the updated rankings, like the number two, number three, number four players in this class. And we'll see what happens with Aaron Bradshaw. I think Louisville does have a shot there. It's weird. Louisville may have a better shot with Aaron Bradshaw now than they do with DJ Wagner. If this is all true, if Wagner's already made up his mind, well then, if, if that's true, then they do have a better shot with Aaron Bradshaw, but nobody would have thought that a month and a half ago. Remind me again, how many, uh, the, and they are few, and maybe I'm forgetting one, because only two really come to mind, that Louisville has gone head-to-head with Cal for a big recruit and actually won. The thing is, every time it's happened, they've said that like we didn't really want it. Well, yeah, but that's a lie. Like because Shane Bahan, I think had her. The, 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 the only two that come to my mind are Shane Bahan and VJ King. VJ and King. They, if they tell you they didn't recruit VJ King, then they are utter liars. Well, no, they did. The other one was, and funny enough, was Aiden Gahan. Okay, and, and okay, that leads me to my third point. Those are the three that come to mind. 
I mean, I get, yeah, I get Shane had the team moments, but overall, it didn't didn't come out too smelling like roses on the other end for us. No, it didn't. And the guys that they beat us out for were very good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles was good. I think he was misused at Kentucky, though. Also. Uh, he was, but he was still very good. Yeah. Marcus Teague was one guard on the national title team. He was the yeah. He was. We I, were in on Anthony Davis early. I don't. I don't know if you can say we they beat us out for him. We we offered very early. Didn't know. And that, then yeah. when he got when he grew a bunch, he. Which was like his sophomore year, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, did not include us. Um, but technically, that was a we both had offered the kid. I'm sure there's more the list of guys that we both have offered, whether how strong we went after them or not, compared to Kentucky, is, is a lot longer than the ones. That, but uh, so I guess the question is, is is knowing that do you still feel? Just, do you ignore that knowing the confidence that you have, Kenny Payne? This is a Kenny Payne era. And not Rick Pitino era in that situation? No, or does it also make you nervous knowing that, okay, we've kind of gone 0 for 3 when we have won these battles? It's a different caliber of player, though. Like, it, I mean, the yeah. guys that we're talking about were well-ranked, but they weren't five-star campmates. I think VJ was... VJ was high four, maybe. He was a high four, but Shane was a five-star. Shane was a McDonald's All-American. He was high four, too, as well. And he was the one exception to the rule that, I mean, maybe, you know, it didn't end as, it didn't go as long as you liked it to, but there was obviously enough good points there. M- my point is this at the end, and I hate to even say this. Like I remain, I guess, hopeful that something good is going to happen with DJ Wagner in Louisville, but I've kind of resigned myself to thinking that he's going to go to UK. Like I, I think it's there's too much smoke there. And but you I, have to have a a, a rebound, or not rebound, but a uh, a substitute, right? Like the AJ Johnson. AJ Johnson's the guy. Okay, you need to go get him now. I, I think that he's. I think Wagner. I think I, I, I'm. In my mind, I've given up on DJ Wagner a little bit. There's a little bit of hope. Wow. And he's going to UK. There are too many people who are right about this stuff all the time that are saying, like, he's going to go to UK. It's it's pretty much done for me to hold out hope. I I think it's going to take some sort of, like, bottom of the ninth Grand Slam from Kenny Payne to get this done. Which I'm not, again, I'm holding out. There's a little bit of hope that I'm holding out. But I've prepared myself to be let down by this. Hold on, hold on. I'm writing this on the message board now. Mike Rutherford says Wagner lock for Kentucky. That's not not what I said. I'm I'm trying to post on Reddit. Hold on, be quiet. Now it's not Reddit. (laughs) Don't do Reddit. I don't even know how to sign into Reddit. Every time I, I can't even read Reddit. I, I, I Google something and the first response is an answer from a Reddit post. I'll click on it. And I just can't. Ref- I, I end up getting like a bunch of crap I didn't even want to see. You just use the app. The and app, I don't, the and app. I don't, I'm not yeah. signing up for because I, I don't care enough to do it. So I'm just like, ah, darn it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That, so like that's that's kind of where I'm right now. <laughs> Maybe it's for my mental health more than anything, but it just doesn't it doesn't sound good on that front. Texture says we got to get that big uh, that big X radio nil money to DJ. Damn! Bring him on the show. Troy, make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hold off on buying the cl- the Colgate clock if we can get DJ Wagner. Okay, but we're still getting the the Toy Tiger sign and the and the, the zoo train. The zoo train, yeah, we've got to get the zoo train. Zoo train's coming. I love you, DJ Wagner, but there might be there's limits to what I might give up for you. A man must have a coat. The, the zoo train might be where I draw the line. The zoo train is look. That's that's like decades. Of listen, I'm getting tired of walking through that parking lot. <laughs> okay, yeah, I need that. You know, I mean, I had to park in, in, in the fifth spot down today. Yeah, I the saw fifth it. spot. God love you. <laughs> You're winded coming in here. I mean, as God is my hey, witness, I will quit. Thank goodness for those benches by the front door. I could take a break. <laughs> oh God. Um, 
I tell you what. We need a shuttle service here or something, man. Before we get to the Thornton Stacks line, let's go ahead and take our, our, our last break of the day. Before we do that, reminding you guys about our friends over at AirServe. If something happens to your air conditioning or you just need an upgrade, AirServe is the place to go. They're focused on air quality and energy efficiency. They've got EMTs, or they are like EMTs for your HVAC because they've got technicians available 24-7. And 24-7 means 24-7. If your AC goes out on an especially hot night, 2 a.m., you can always call AirServe at 502-264-9662, and they'll have somebody to, t- to talk to, and they'll have a technician available to be sent out to your house. You can also go to their website, airserve.com backslash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com backslash Louisville. The phone number again, 502-264-9662. Whether it's too hot, too cold, too dry, or too polluted, AirServe's always making sure you're comfortable and breathing the highest quality air in your home. We'll come back. We'll take your text on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450, and we'll wrap up the show. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Thursday here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. Think about how many times I've had To an extent. But this is Mighty Ducks. It's, it, is this Mighty Ducks? This is what they play at the end of Mighty Ducks 1. I they play We Are the Champions at the end of Mighty Ducks 1. No, they play that at 2. They play We Are the Champions at the end of Mighty Ducks 1. No, they play Outfields winning it all. That is the... Uh, the we'll see I you next season, that. Ducks. And he gets on the bus. That's, this I don't is remember what, that. See, this, this, is a, this is a Mendoza effect again. Mandela. Uh, him too. Yeah. That's, this is what that is. See, people... you We had this with a texture a while back. They when they the brought last up words of we yeah. are the champions, yeah. and they thought it because it was they, they associated with Mighty Ducks one. It's not. It's Mighty Ducks two. I don't even know if that's Mandela effect though, because I didn't. I just this didn't is know. Mighty Ducks one. Okay, I mean whatever. It's it's okay song. It's not not great. It's it's classic eighty song. What do you want me to say? Some of us have moved on from eighties music. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's okay. You need to do more than damn apologize. <laughs> Welcome back in. <laughs> Last segment, reminding you again, we've got Jody Demling. We've got Jody Demling and the Cardinal Insider coming on from 5 to 6, and then Louisville Bats Baseball taking on Toledo Mud Hens. 6.05 coverage starting 6.35 first pitch. Catch all the action right here on the Big X. Um, <laughs> I'm going to bring my dogs to your house and they're pooping in your yard, and I'm going to play this song as I do it. Sportsbetting.ag pooping it all. has released its odds for the first coach in the ACC to be fired this season. Where do you think? Does this include coordinators? No. Okay. Head coach. <laughs> you and I have talked about this before because there was a whole like um, story about coaches on the hot seat, and four of them are from the ACC in all of these rankings. 
Probably, but yeah. Who do you think is number one on this list, though? Um, you don't have to know his name. You can just say his school. Yeah, because I'm trying to remember his name. The the guy from Georgia Tech. Correct. George. Co- yeah, Jeff Collins. Jeff Collins. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was still him or not because he's a Jeff with a G. He is the plus yeah, 200 G-E-O-F-F, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the plus 200 favorite to be fired. Syracuse is probably up there. Syracuse is number two. Dino Babers. Uh, right behind it at plus two, uh, 225. I'm trying to think. Number three. I don't want to think. I don't think it's I don't think it's that number three. Um, Set is fourth. Oh, he is fourth? Okay. So there's one more ahead plus of him. Plus 500. Oh, um, um. You know the, the coach holding the spot for Dion Norvell. Mike Norvell. Yeah, yeah. he is plus two. They're just waiting to screw up enough so they can fire him and hire Dion Sanders. Pretty much, he, he knows this, right? He's yeah. He's. I mean, if I, I'm Norvell, do you just quit? Just, just 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 leave before you get fired? I saw his quote the other day. Was we're closer to to being back to national prominence than everybody thinks. I'm like, dude. Wow, you couldn't get much farther away than you have been. You're trying way too hard right now. No, nobody believes this. Important <laughs> Jeff Collins. You want to talk about like. Claim the fame is beating us, probably. I guess you have. Well, he didn't be. He wasn't there. Uh, oh, that wasn't him? It's Bobby Johnson still. Oh, okay. I thought McDonald Collins still run. They run the option, too, though. Right? Yeah, they still do this kind of Maybe that's why it's confusing. Okay, yeah. Um, the I, I guess you have to view it as an opportunity, but George Tech and Jeff Collins, they're playing Clemson on Labor Day night. It's a standalone game on Monday of the opening oh, weekend of college football. Make it. This could be interesting. I mean, you lose like 70 to nothing, and like, like you're, you're done before the season even really gets started. I'd, I mean, he might not make it. Yeah, I, they, they get completely destroyed by Clemson. Which, if you're Clemson, this is also something to pay attention to your fan. I mean, it's kind of like with well, us, Syracuse, where we can say, you know, please win. But theoretically, if you know, we we need to we, we need to make a statement in this game if we're going to do anywhere farther. I think, and if we win some close game, I'm sure we'll be excited that we won the game in in, in a little bit. But is that is that you know satisfaction wears off? It'll be like, man, we just won Syracuse by like a point. Yeah. We shouldn't have. And that's the same with, with Clemson. If you don't destroy Georgia Tech, I mean, it could. you're already coming off a season where you won 10 games and you're looked at as being a failure. While we're on the topic of the the opening weekend of college football, and I don't mean week zero this weekend, I mean week one, starting two weeks from now when Louisville's going to play. I didn't realize this until I just looked at it. Remember back when Louisville was playing Kentucky the first game of the year? We carved a nice little niche for ourselves. We, were, we usually played. It varied from time to time. But we more times than not, we played that Sunday of Labor Day weekend. And it was oh, yeah, yeah. It was nice. Like, like There weren't a whole lot of other games on. There were more games on Saturday. And it was like a nice little 3.30 noon sweet spot where a lot of people were watching. And that game probably got more attention because of that than it would have ordinarily. I was looking at the schedule for, for that week one. We've got... A handful of games on Thursday. Pitt plays West Virginia. That'll be fun because it was an old rivalry game, and Pitt should be pretty good. Big-time rivalry game at one point. Yeah. Oklahoma State plays Central Michigan. Um, mm. There's a, a couple of Big Ten teams playing. Nobody's. Purdue plays Penn State. That'll be a nice Thursday night game uh, on Fox. Friday, you've got another like nice handful of games. you got Illinois playing Indiana. Right here. Right here on the Big X. Virginia Tech opens their season. Michigan State opens their season. Colorado hosts TCU. Uh, Kansas plays. Duke plays Temple. Oh, my God. Um, that's all. <laughs> and then Saturday's loaded. You got you got big time games going on at all hours of the day. It's going to be fantastic. Here's where my problem starts. I even said about all the game we're here. So <laughs> Sunday is it's a holiday weekend. It's a holiday Sunday. You got Monday. Nobody's working. You you can drink all day if you want to. You can cook out all. You should have games to watch all day long. Yeah, cause especially when you have wrestling pay per view that night. Especially when you have a wrestling pay per view. All that out night. that night in Chicago, baby. There is a grand total of one college football game being played on sunday it's florida state at lsu at 7 30 on abc 
I guess it's probably not true to say that they're afraid to go head to head with AEW. No, but I mean, <laughs> but I don't care. Like, have games at noon. Have games at three thirty. Like, what are you doing? This is a complete wasted opportunity because people are so desperate for football. Like, NFL hasn't started yet. College football is the only they're, show in town. They're the Sunday after this that weekend. Right. Like, yeah. Why would you not? I mean, take for example, I'm looking at one of the games from Saturday. That's um, like, okay, Kentucky versus Miami of Ohio, or even like that BYU at South Florida. I'm not watching that game Saturday at 3.30 because you've got uh, you, you have Oklahoma Anything. playing at that same time. You've got UCLA playing at that same time. You've got Oregon at Georgia playing at that same time. You've got like a whole bunch of other games going on. If there's nothing else to watch and you put that game at noon or 3.30 on Sunday, I'm probably watching it. Yeah, you're, even if you're not watching it, it's on your TV in the background. Exactly. Like, which is as good to them as it is to anybody else. Hell, Illinois-Indiana playing that Friday night game against games that are probably better than it. Like I'm probably going to prefer to watch... TCU at Colorado than I am Illinois versus Indiana, which, by the way, Illinois named Tommy DeVito, the former Syracuse quarterback, as their starter today. I was like, how bad do you have to be? Do you have like, to take a Syracuse reject and make him your quarterback? Illinois went winless last year in the Big Ten. They're terrible. Does that answer your question? Yeah, they're not improving. It doesn't look like I'm it. Just like, I would watch that game. I'd watch that game Sunday at noon if there's nothing else going on. Like, I just It blows my mind that nobody's taking advantage of this. It's a holiday weekend. Have football games on all day. Well, I mean, you're not going to be watching the Illinois Indian games. You'll be listening to it on the radio. I would listen to that on the radio Sunday at noon. <laughs> <laughs> on the big app. Trying to save you there. Ridiculous. You're bashing our game. <laughs> and, then mon- and then Monday, the only game on TV is the, the Clemson-Georgia Tech game. 8 o'clock ESPN. Absurd. It makes more sense than not having games all day Sunday. But you I'm Clemson. I'm Clemson. I'm, I'm from Georgia Tech. That might be what like I don't want to be on the spotlight. Like college football just own this weekend. What are you doing? Have games at all hours. Like just make this weekend your own because a week later you're handing the reins back over to the NFL. Like, well, you're on Sundays so. though. You are, I mean, but like again, like there are no NFL games this Sunday. It's the no. only time you can take advantage of it. There are there's they take advantage of it with having Monday Night Football for one week. Why the NFL not play is games actually all day Sunday? Exactly one week from the day. There you go. Thursday, the Thursday night kickoff game between somebody and somebody. Ridiculous. Uh, oh, I can't wait. Thor's text line, 502-414-1450. Texas says, what do you think, Kyle Tucker? Yeah, he, he's decided. Um, Texas <laughs> says, that mascot had to have been named after Steve Spurrier, right? Sir Spur. And he's not the coach anymore. I thought that was the problem. Was I mean, that what it was? Sir Big Spur? Was it really? No, I would think that. Then what was the name before that, I wonder? Maybe they didn't name it before Spurrier got there. He's quirky. Yeah, maybe he he's is. the one who initiated. When did Spurrier get there? Like early two? No, like two thousand five, I think maybe. I was gonna say like oh three. We went. He went to Washington in oh one. Didn't last long. No, but he was only there. You're right for like two, maybe. Was he? He's there two or three years, I guess. So his first year at South Carolina was oh five. You're right. Oh five. Okay. Nailed it. And then and he was there from yeah. Because there, was there a coach between him and uh, Lou, Lou Holtz, or was it Lou Holtz straight to him? I. Oh. That's a good question. I the, think it was Lou Holtz straight to him. I thought so, too. There could have been. I don't have it in front of me because I'm doing the Cardinal Insider. Sorry. His last game was the famously the Clemson-South Carolina brawl. And I think that was Lou Holtz's last season was 04. Yeah. So he went straight, straight to him. Straight okay. Man, what a fall from grace for South Carolina since then. Oh, Holtz yeah. Spurrier to like whoever the hell you've had. Now Frank Beamer. I mean, Holtz re-beat, re- rebuilt it. I mean, he won a couple 10-win seasons. And mm-hmm. Spurrier took that and did like three or four in a row. Shane Beamer. I mean, not, not Frank Beamer. Um who cares what Beamer is? He's the lesser Beamer. I mean, Spurrier does have the the great line about Clemson when he's like, you know, how can we lose to them? They beat they they beat Kentucky. So no, he said, I, he said it was so long that line. He said, we yeah. beat Clemson, and I thought it was I thought we did something significant, and then they lost to Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
feel like you blow like <laughs> if we don't get brought can we just go back and get Spurrier? How great would he be for the rivalry? Great for everything. I he, mean, he'd just be so awesome. <laughs> he needs to be on college game day. Like they need him to be the new like whenever Lee Corso decides. Yeah, he could be that. Time, yeah. he needs to be that guy. He could. Yeah, he can be. I hope. I would. I would think he could because sometimes it doesn't transition though. Because you, you th- sometimes you would think somebody would be great in TV and it does it doesn't just transition into a full time. For role. sure, I'm with you. But you can be good like good sound bites, but not actually be good full time. I think he'd be great. I, I would like to think he would be. Yeah. Uh, Texter says five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. So if South Carolina wins the championship, they would change. I can't read that. You're, you're not. Gonna, I can promise you right now, you're not going to rebuild. Read nine out of those. They would change the mascot's name to Bleep Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Texter says, did Trevor just say breast Musburger? Probably. <laughs> did I really? I didn't. Did I? I might have. That's a. <laughs> That's that probably did actually. Texas Trevor, Eric, come on. Arizona went to the Super Bowl with Kurt Warner. Carson Palmer went to the conference title game. Come on, TK. They did go. Don't know. Don't don't bring up that damn Arizona Super Bowl. That you know how much that hurts still. But that's what we were talking about, and you were saying that was the reason why they they fell off after the Super Bowl was they lost uh, Carson Palmer. Oh well, but Kurt yeah. Warner was the yeah. Guy Kurt Warner, they, they yeah. That was a lucky Super Bowl run. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what people are saying. The Bengals are going to be. That's why, like in this in this on three draft, they're saying the Bengals are going to be the next Cardinals slash Panthers. They're going to have to be a one hit wonder, and they're going to fall off. Which I don't think is true because I think Joe Burrow's the real deal. Also, the big difference between that is that that Cardinals team was just barely like they fell ass backwards into the playoffs that year and got hot. Weren't the Bengals the, the five or the six seed last year? They were. Well, they won. No, they they won the division. They so, did. Yeah. And the Cardinals teams with Palmer, I believe, went twelve and like twelve and four and thirteen and three. They're good. What the, I know for a fact, the Cardinal team that with with that went to the Super Bowl was a nine and seven team. And by the way, got oh, destroyed by the Eagles on Thanksgiving that year, which is why I was so confident going into that conference title game. I, the Eagles lost to him in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, you know, the Cardinals were up twenty one nothing on us, oh. and we came back and took the lead, and then Fitzgerald scored that touchdown in the fourth quarter to beat us by us uh, to beat us. Oh. It was such a great comeback too. Yeah, the Bengals were ten and seven last year, so that's kind of the same as that. Yeah, but they game. did. But again, you look at that division. I mean, it was they're just beating each other up so much in that AFC North. That ten wins and that ten wins AFC North is would have been fourteen in the NFC East. Well, that's how we talk about the NFC North. So why well, we start with the AFC North? That's how we talk about the NFC North. Well, Conference in America. NFC North would be the Packers and then a bunch of underachieving. Lions, it's, it's our year. You get the you get the Vikings that can't decide which way is up or down, and you. Texas Lyles averaged twenty three minutes per game on a team that won thirty eight games, and he was a lottery pick. I'd say he was used okay. No, I mean, didn't they even like? Didn't Trey Lyles say? No, he they stuck him in the short? corner the entire his, like entire career. Yeah, I mean, shooting threes. I mean, no, he was not. Did 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 it hurt his draft status? No, but was he used to to get the most out of his collegiate career? Far from it. But he didn't have to. He was on a loaded team. Texas says, we're quickly pivoting to hoping that KP is our Hubert Davis. Massive struggle bust for the first 11 months of the first year. Then that last month makes up for all of it. I mean, How I would, quickly Hubert Davis has become like the bar to set. I mean, I would take... I mean, I would take Hubert Davis, like, struggling part. Like, last year. Like, that North Carolina team, like, being in the NCAA tournament mix. I would take that over where I, what I fear this season may wind up. Yeah, I hate to tell you something. Their backcourt, not our backcourt, not exactly the same. No. At least that we know. You know what? I say that, but for all we know, we're going to be, they're, they're going to give us a giant big crow burger to eat. I hope so. I mean, I like, hope so too. Whoever the other person is besides L. Ellis. Well, or even L. Ellis, because I mean, no, listen, we're not acting like we're going to think L. Ellis is, you know, uh, is love. 
or, 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 uh, Davis. or Davis. Yeah, I mean, we're not considering him even in either one of their category either at this point. Or we were going even even before they made the tournament run, we wouldn't have think Ellis at this point was as good as either one of those guys were at this point last year. I the, the thing is though, because he has so little help, at least as of what we know right now, like Ellis is going to have to be better than Caleb Love and RJ Davis were last year if Love was going to be a tournament team. Like he's got to be better than both combined or individually. Individually, okay. I mean, both combined, be both combined, too. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> asking up, a little much. Yeah, he put up twenty five points a game at that I mean, point. Well, you forget how inconsistent Caleb Love was until the last. He was. No, season. you're right. And so was Davis to a degree. Davis was was, was good, but he was he certainly wasn't. Both those guys stepped it up significantly when it got to the postseason. Mm-hmm. The the problem is they don't like. I, I guess you can say Sidney Curry's our Armando Baycott, but we've seen Baycott. We knew he could do it for a full season. He could do it on both ends of the court. Like we need to have somebody develop, and we need to have like multiple players combine to do the production of Armando Baycott. Plus, you need a role player like the uh, the the, the Brady Manic. white dude, yeah, and, and who I mean, can can stretch the can stretch the court and can do multiple things. Doesn't have to put up stat sheets, but it's kind of that glue. Is the glue guy? It's such a great term to use. I'm not even pivoting to KP being Hubert Davis. I'm pivoting to KP being the recruiter that we thought he was going to be. That we think that we still think he's going to be. With the 2023 class. I'm, I'm pivoting to saying, let's not judge him on the first season. He didn't have, uh, you know, say what you will about the transfer portal. He couldn't recruit the 2022 class. The guys he had coming back are all fine, but they were players on a team that was maybe the worst of our lifetime. I, I'm My hope has become, regardless of what happens in the, the six months ahead, we kill it in recruiting the next two years, and we're back on track for... The upcoming seasons, regardless of what happens with the NCAA, that's where my pivot is, and that's not really my pivot. That's where I was all along until it sounded like we might start getting some of these players, like Tyrese Hunter and Malachi Smith. And then I was like, okay, maybe we can actually judge them on the first season, and then that didn't happen. And now I'm kind of back to saying, let's, you know, we do want at least at some point, even if, if if the season's going not as desirable as you want it to be. To, I want to be able to say the coaching has been solid, just that the execution hasn't been there. Yeah, if if, 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 if 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 that would be the the silver lining on what could be a bad season, if because you can you can typically tell even if we have a season that's like where we're hovering around five hundred and we don't make the tournament, you'll you we should be able to tell if Kenny Payne has it when it comes to like in game coaching. Yeah, and if the staff knows what it's doing, if the system works, and we can just, make mistakes, but and yeah, if the system works and we the team is playing, you know, fully engaged, fully hard, they seem prepared every time they take the floor. And it's just a matter of we don't have the talent that we need to, to to win games at the level that we're used to winning them. And that's one thing. If we look disorganized, if we look unprepared, and we have a terrible season that way, then I think you start to get a little concerned. That's the worst case scenario, right? Absolutely, that's the worst case scenario. But it's all it's all conjecture. It's all predicting until Ooh, we actually start playing. Look at you pulling out the, the law school words. I don't know if it's a law school word. <laughs> Are you thinking of objection? No, conjecture is that's that's a law school word. It's just a word. But it's a law school word. Sure. Okay. So, 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 does the Street family have any in a leg to stand on in their lawsuit against Coach Taylor? You'll find out. <laughs> Texas, as soon as you start talking that second season, Mister IRP peeks their head around the corner and says hi. That's the fear. That's what we don't want to happen. Get get all with it, IRP. I feel like we're like we're Stringer Bell, surrounded by Omar and Brother Muzone, and it's just like you know we're sitting there. We're like, well. I guess there's nothing left we can say to change y'all minds. 
Well, that's not a good, good scenario because look what happened to Stringer Bell. Well, we know we're going to get hit with something. He blown away. Spoiler alert. Sorry, people. Do it sooner rather than later. Stringer Bell dead. Um, make it happen. Like, like just, just pull the trigger. Get this thing over with so we can you know, move on to the next story. Move on to the next season. Start recruiting somebody else. Get the, the, next, get the next Stringer Bell in there. This is, uh, this is a little side rant, and I won't get too much because we only got 10 minutes. But you, do, you, you, did you know, I guess I've read this before, where Wood Harris, one of the reasons he they did the storyline they did about him going to jail and stuff was because he wouldn't re- he didn't want to resign with the show. Oh, no, I be- didn't know that because he was so mad they killed off Stringer Bell. Mm. That was the whole reason. And I always kind of wondered. I wondered like how would that show have gone? Like, because do we get Marlowe if we don't have to like replace? You needed the the uh, the Barksdale gang to fall apart somehow. At some you point, know? and maybe they they had another storyline in, in mind with it. But like cause that's why you know he goes to you know he gets locked up right. and you only see him I think one maybe one time when they play that when they do the Greek thing when he, the Greek comes to meet him or no Marlo comes to talk to him about the Greeks yeah yeah there's they also have that song the um, they play the Cisco Kid by War because there's so it's very rare that they play music in the middle of an episode on that show but they show him in prison like after like the person's been killed and it's like the Cisco Kid was a friend <laughs> then when he goes to sit in his little cell and it's like chair, it looks yeah. like a one one room Hilton yeah exactly yeah Texture says uh, I love the 80s power rock Trevor thank you must be the Mendoza effect <laughs> I love how you're like good confidence like not you know it wasn't well, nobody talks one. Well, I thought no, I just I didn't say that. I said I thought it was um, we are the champions. See, that was that was the Mendoza effect. There you go. Texas Kamari lands is a big guy, six eight and two twenty. Also, Aiden McCool needs to get some minutes. That's Aiden, the transfer Aiden. from the, the walk on transfer from Maryland. I know we had Danny one. Manning. We oh. talked about it two days ago. Yeah, but you said walk on, so I quit listening. There you go. Texas. Uh, no, his name's really Aiden McCool. Aiden McCool. Gavin McCool. Is that his, like, give me his Christian name, right? I think it is. I knew him a cool growing up. Okay. Text says, you, is this a text from today? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> is this a text for us or something? Yes, it is. Uh, text says, you might have gotten this already, just got to the show. Did you see the picture of Kenny Payne having breakfast with Vince Merrow this morning? <laughs> Stoops Merrow definitely rooting for Louisville this year. I told you. <laughs> They're absolutely pulling for Louisville. You can't tell me Vince Merrill's not pulling against John Calipari if it's him versus Kenny Payne. Like, he looks so happy to be taking that picture with KP. And even Josh Hurd in the middle there. Why wouldn't he be happy? Texas says, no, just win the first weekend. If we have a great season and only beat Syracuse by a point in the first week, it won't be held against us. That's my mentality going into week one. See, I think that'll be that'll be great for, like, Monday and Tuesday. By Wednesday, when you start thinking about the next week, you start realizing that well, right. You, that, if, if we start losing, that that that, that newness bad. wears off. That comfort, that 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 just good feeling of, of getting actually getting out of it with a win for sure will wear off very quickly. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll be worried if we only beat Syracuse by one for the rest well, of the you season. You should be worried, but yeah. if we start winning at the level that we're, if everything goes back to normal after week one, and we're you know we beat UCF and then we beat Florida State, then you don't care about how much you beat Syracuse by. I mean, what, if you come through those three games, winning each game by less than three points, I mean, obviously you're going to be happy. Oh, Happy. I mean, you're happy you're three and zero, but I mean, you've got to be at that point just going. When's the other shoe going to drop? Maybe, or maybe those teams are. You know, it depends on how they look in the other games. If Syracuse turns around like it's blasted by sixty in their next two games, then you feel a little bit worse about barely beating. Well, yeah. yeah. Texas says Brent Bressburgers. Brent <laughs> Did I get a burger tonight for dinner? Texas says Brent Bielema coached Illinois last year. I had no idea. They went five and seven. Yeah, because he took over for Lovey Smith, didn't he? I, think? I thought you said they went winless last year. No, they wouldn't listen. Um, they wouldn't listen to Big Ten, I believe. No, that was. I think you're thinking of Indiana. Oh, was that Indiana? If they went five and seven, there's impossible for them to have gone winless in the Big Ten. 
They went four and five in the Big Ten last year. Five and seven overall. Oh, okay, Vegas just wasn't the end. My bad. I'm sorry. Tommy DeVito. Ugh. <laughs> it's going to get worse, folks. <laughs> Texas 9-11 cost Florida the national championship and Rex Grossman the Heisman Trophy. Rescheduled the Tennessee game, which Spurrier never lost except that year. Say what? I like this conspiracy theory. I don't even know if that's the right term for it, but this person says 9-11 cost Florida the national championship in 2001. I mean, that would have been what week two or three of the season and right? it was always the what the third week the t- yeah they always played third week yeah against Tennessee so that would have been around the same time as 9-11 yeah as we said they rescheduled the game and that was the only time that Spurrier like lost to Tennessee and he says it only happened because they had to reschedule it I mean that's you that's UCLA fans blaming their their what was it the uh, 98 season they had the game against Miami get canceled because of a hurricane and they pushed it back to the end of the year, and by the time it got pushed back, UCLA's defense was shredded, and right. Edron James ran for like 400 yards on them. Then they went to the Rose Bowl, and Ron Dane ran for another 400 on them. They lost both games back-to-back. Now, that Florida team, they lost. I don't remember that Florida team being that great, though. They lost to Auburn by three when Auburn was number one. Well, Florida, that Florida team was number one in the country when, they, when 9-11 happened. Okay, but that was also very early in the season, yes. too. But yeah. They beat Kentucky 44-10. Well, they yeah. beat Mississippi State fifty-two nothing. They beat LSU forty-four to fifteen. Then they lost to Auburn, and they had a chance to play for the SEC title if they beat Tennessee. And they lost to them thirty-four thirty-two in the postponed game. They were number two. Tennessee was number five, hmm. and they played Maryland in the Orange Bowl. Back <laughs> at a different time and beat them fifty-six to twenty-three. Maryland was number six in the country in two thousand one. That's what I was talking about. Remember when we did the recap? This is because you watched it on during the show. Yeah. When we did the recap of the Louisville East Carolina game. One of my big takeaways was Maryland was like number ten in the country when they were showing like games for the upcoming weekend. Maryland was number six going into the was, Orange. Was that Bowl. during the 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 Fat Ralph guy? Ralph Region. Yeah. Yeah. Who did they have on their team that was so good? I don't know. I don't either. We don't have time to look it up. I know. Well, you know me. I'm. They went. They, anyway. they the only loss was to Florida State. They went 11 and 1 and then lost. They got hammered by Florida in the bowl game. Man. I can't believe I don't remember. That was 2001, right? Yeah. 2001. 10, 10 and 2. Yeah. That, that was the first of three straight double win seasons, by the way. Maryland football at one point in time, a behemoth. Nick Novak was their kicker. That's all you need to know. I mean, Bruce Perry running back, I do remember his name. And Sean Hill, I remember as well. But I don't remember. I just did not remember them being that good. Oh, well. Texas, after further research, a spur is what Rooster's Claws are called. Also, South Carolina's dress-up mascot is named Cocky after the named Big Bleep was floated around in the 70s and 80s. So, there you go. Not named after Spurrier. Okay. A name about Rooster stuff. Texas, Kenny Payne at the same event today, sitting next to a MAGA UK fan, Mega Booster, and KY Governor candidate Kelly Craft. Kelly Craft loves UK. I like that she was trying to win a ham. She was trying to bid on a ham, and people were like, is this where Calipari's new like, money for the, the facility upgrade is going to go? Is he going to lose it out to a ham? <laughs> Might happen. Texas, they rescheduled the game and played it the last game of the year. Team Martin never would have beat the old ball coach. There you go. There you go. That's a uh, perfect time. we got to get out of here. Is Carlo Insider ready to go? You've been kind of hustling behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm, it's, it's getting there. All right, we'll get off Well, he sent the last – I just got it like less than five minutes ago. Well, you may or may not hear the Cardinal Insider coming up next. Well, you'll hear some commercials until I can get this damn thing mixed down and moved over. There may be an extended uh, extended commercial break coming up next, but we'll have the Cardinal Insider with Jody Deming at some point from 5 to 6. And then at 6.05, coverage will start for the Louisville Bats versus the Toledo Munhens, 6.35. First pitch, keep it locked right here to 1450 The Big X. Tomorrow – we're at Oxmoor Ford from 3 to 6. Normal show, normal hours, not a normal location. It'll probably sound great, though, because the remote equipment works great for whatever reason. Uh, we'll see you guys then. Everybody have a fantastic Thursday.
Still